0: Who are you? And don't jerk me around anymore. I want to know how you know that.
1: We can't tell you that. But... Let, if you let me finish, I can't tell you that we're not in the military, and we intend no harm towards the whales. Then what do in you In fact, think? we may be able to help you in ways that, frankly, you couldn't possibly imagine.
0: Or believe, I'll bet.
1: Very likely. You're not exactly catching
2: us at our best. That much is certain. I have a hunch that we'd all be a lot happier discussing this over dinner what do you say
3: you guys like italian
1: no no No. No. yes no yes i love italian and so do you
4: yes fucking comic book geeks
0: episode four there's already like seven million podcasts It's a trap. Good not to toss it, couldn't to taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture carryover. over. culture pushovers. Pop culture leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say's already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers.
5: Hello and welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian Frederick and with me today we've got... Dan Hill. Jason Piper. Jake Elliott. And we're right the left-overs. leftovers! Welcome, this is our uh, special Star Trek Into Darkness Episode. So, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about Star Trek Into Darkness this week. You know, we are going to have some spoilers. So, uh, when we do start talking about the movie, we are going to be revealing quite a bit about what happens in Star Trek Into Darkness. So, if you haven't seen the movie, you might want to go watch the movie, and then we'll stop. First, stop listening to me. Yeah. Right now, it, you probably want to stop listening anyway. <laughs> but stop the listening. Just hit. Be very heavy. Don't listen to Jake either. So stop listening to us now. Just hit stop, and then what you'll want to do is you'll want to come back, and you're going to want to listen give yourself to us a second or two. Yeah, give yourselves a second. You know, reflect. Reflect. <laughs> <laughs> reflect on the movie. Th- reflect on life in right. general, and then come back, and then and then and then listen to us. You know, rave and rant or whatever the hell we're going to do, uh, and spoil this movie. Right. Uh, but I would like that we do have a uh, fifth member here with us today. Uh, Mr. Chad Michaels is back with us. Mr. Chad Michaels. <clears throat> Yeah. how's it going chad tell us just a little bit about yourself um, um that's enough thank you Chad. okay
6: there we go thank
5: you no seriously yeah, okay can so, i so, can i spoil the movie now <laughs>
2: <laughs> can we spoil what chad's gonna say
5: <laughs> jay go ahead and give us chance yeah, chad's, yeah, yeah give please, us you about please chad. Do. I'm <laughs> give curious. us chad spill no you shut up chad oh, let sorry, jay sorry. No. go ahead go ahead
6: oh okay uh i'm <laughs> uh I'm a writer, and uh if you want to check me out just hit me up on uh, thechadmichaelproject.com and uh see what I've got going on there and um that's that's pretty much it.
5: All right, that works. All right. Um well, now uh I don't know. I just want how how's everybody's week going so far? Dan, you got anything for us? You had a you have a good weekend?
4: Yeah, I had a pretty good weekend uh with the movie. Um pretty I, 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 highlighted my weekend the one thing i didn't like about the week and the weekend is that we're now experiencing hot hot weather here i cannot stand hot weather agreed uh it's, yes. it's making me very angry at certain times like when i got out of the shower and i'm already sweating again
5: yeah
4: um, i do have air by the way but it seems like it doesn't work um yeah other than that i started my new job um midweek how's that going pretty good Go uh it's the same thing i have been doing for all the listeners at home i i uh, work for verizon i sell phones i just moved to another company this week Um, that's, that's worked out pretty well. Um, so hopefully that stays. And then uh, other than that, uh, just going to see Star Trek with my fiance made it a pretty good weekend.
5: Awesome. That's awesome. I don't know. Um, I, I love doing the show. Number one. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, we've got, we've got four leftovers, but honestly there is a fifth member of the leftovers and it's alcohol. And that is <laughs> that's pretty apparent when you listen to the show, but I need this, I work a professional job yeah all week, and I have to be professional. People right. come in yeah. and, and I got to talk to them, and I got to be professional and By the end of the week, I You're just want to cut ready. loose You're i'm ready. seriously, I'm ready, yeah. and this show like. Gets me going.
4: I can tell when you texted me this morning at 9 a.m. asking me um, what vodka you should go with for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's
5: why I have two brands here today. Right,
4: and I, and I totally
7: ignored them, uh, everybody, um, just because I, I was kind of confused. But I would definitely say alcohol is the uh, Billy Preston of the leftovers. I'm, I'm not
5: getting the reference. Uh,
1: <laughs> He's
5: the fifth Beatle? Right. Oh. <laughs>
1: Walk, walk, walk,
5: no. Walk. no, I'm sorry. It did, that I, I I did not know that. I, I knew you. there was a fifth member. I didn't know that's what his name was. No,
2: he was all over "Let It Be," right?
5: Well, yes. I watched the movie "Backbeat" with uh, Stephen Dorff.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes,
5: I didn't know that was Billy Preston. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so um, Jake, uh, last week we did talk a little bit about your amazing stripper porch, the amazing okay. Jake. Elliot Stripper Porch. Do you have any updates for the amazing? It's this. It's the porch that. It's like you've got hot tub time machine. This is the and then you have stripper porch. Yeah, I mean you have Jake's magical stripper porch where strippers magically
7: appear. Well, I tell you this: we have six Speak stripper leftover. Subs- we have six stripper leftover subscribers right now. Do we really? We, we sure do. Well, Jake,
5: I have I have something that I wanted to bring up to you. It's a little thing that I've kind of put together. I need your I need you to kind of be our spokesperson. Uh, you don't really have to talk about the product at all, but just for like photos and things like that. But there's a new product I want to put out there on the market, and I, I, I've I've got a commercial ready for it. Are you ready to hear it?
7: I, I got your back. I think.
3: Okay. All right, guys. Here we go. Is your name Jake Elliot? Has your porch been taken over by strippers? Do you like the movie Silver Linings Playbook? If the answer to the above question is yes, then you need Jake Elliott's Stripper Be Gone Anti-Stripper Spray. (laughs) Science has proven that Jake Elliott gives off a stripper pheromone, and the end result is a porch chock full of strippers. But not anymore. Now your porch can be stripper-free with Jake Elliott's Stripper Be Gone Anti-Stripper Spray. Just one squirt, and your porch is stripper-free for up to 24 hours. Be careful, though. Two squirts, and you've got yourself a dead stripper on your hands. Jake's Stripper Be Gone Anti-Stripper Spray, available everywhere. (laughs) holy shit
7: (laughs) who are are we marketing this to
4: (laughs) is that out as we speak it's
5: uh it's at uh, uh, Walgreens True Green uh, uh, True True Value (laughs) True Green (laughs) yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna gonna put dead strippers on your lawn (laughs) To sprinkle your lawn with dead strippers no it's 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 uh it's something it, i just it's a concept idea right now i was thinking maybe we could go on shark tank with mark cuban and kind of pitch the idea to him and those other two assholes
4: so jake you do need to round up three or four of those seven leftover strippers you have
7: to bring on the show i need so i was getting ready to ask Do you want me to bring a stripper on the show we might need a, we a, a might. guest next yeah, week yeah we might I'll I'm talk sh- to him. That I'm, should not be. A problem yeah, at I'm all.
5: sure that they would have a lot of important things to say on the <laughs> show. And, and Brian and, and Ch- I'm really nodding right now. And
4: Brian, Chad, and I could send you guys a check for like ten dollars, and you can just cash it and give them singles f- for calling the <laughs> tell- show.
5: And tell them they don't need to even give you a lap dance for it.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah,
7: I actually had the strippers make it rain on me for the first time ever in my life. I had uh, eighty-four one-dollar bills dumped on me while I was laying on the couch. You're a big baller.
1: <laughs>
4: that, <laughs> that footage will not, will not be on popcultureleftovers.com.
7: <laughs> yeah. It will only be on my iPhone 5.
4: <laughs> but do you, guys,
7: do, you guys, do you
5: guys like the product? Do you like the commercial? Absolutely. Yeah, that, was right, great.
7: that was great. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this
5: week I was watching Inside Edition right before Big Bang Theory aired, the finale. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this teen girl, and she's got this rare skin disease. And it, it, it basically, her skin's bright red all the time. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. That's horrible. Yeah. Okay. I'm not. That's. It's sad that there's people that they're are out there and they're afflicted with these things. Okay. Uh. It's bright red. It's coarse like sandpaper. It's like really thick and dry. She she looks like she's been burned by hot water. Um. The name of the skin disease. It actually reminds me of one of Batman's rogues. It's called Harlequin ichthyosis. <laughs> Um, she has to actually, every morning, she has to go through this routine because of her skin being so thick and dry. She has to soak her skin in water, and then she has to use, like, lots of amounts of, like, Vaseline uh, on her skin to keep it, you know, semi-soft. Hmm. Uh, the girl is so strong, though. She's amazing. She talks about how kids make fun of her. They call her their tomato face. Um, so, like, where am I going with all of this? Why even bring it up? Um, I mean, you always hear these stories about these kids with these conditions, and they 're getting stared at they 're getting pointed at they 're getting bullied they 're getting made fun and the kid they somehow they always stay positive and they, they say how their condition is is what makes them different and what makes them unique, and that they 're proud to be who they are A- and they should be i mean I'm not saying that they shouldn 't be. But, but for once, I wish that one of them would just call out the general public on it. And I just want them to say, just get on the air, like Inside Edition, and just say, you people fucking suck. Yeah. Stop staring at me. Right. You people make my life hell. It's bullshit. I just want to eat frozen yogurt with my family at TCBY, and now I have to watch you out of the corner of my eye pointing and gawking at me. Mmm, <laughs> vanilla frozen fucking yogurt with a side of staring dickhead. My favorite. Thank you. When global warming happens and your skin is too thin and fragile to handle the heat, I'll try not to stare at you and burst uh, stare at you as you burst into fucking flames.
1: <laughs>
5: maybe they're a little bit more maybe she's a little bit more evolved than us. That's true. I wish she'd just be like I wish she'd just pull like the whole fuck you fuck you fuck you you're cool fuck you fuck you I'm out and then she does a mic drop like she's just <laughs> won a rap battle <laughs> or, or something. Or throw a hamburger
4: <laughs> at somebody's face.
5: But that just you know what I mean? Yeah. It just these kids are so strong and so amazing. Such amazing stories, and they've got to be called these names. And she has to go out every day and face the world. I just, I, you know what? I think
4: I, a lot <clears> of that <throat> has to do with the media too. Um, they probably ask her questions that make her answer with nice remarks. I, but, agree. I, but I hear you though. I mean, cause
5: she's got to be a spokesperson for for people with the, these conditions, which is cool. Yeah. But you know, it's like if it was me, that's I I I, I would have to let people know what's on my mind. Right. And, you know, I'd basically be like, you people suck. Stop yeah. it. Why are you doing this to me?
4: Cause there comes a time in your life too, where you just, if you don't have anything wrong with you, you need to get over it. The people who do and just move on. It's not going to affect you in any way. If you see her at the mall. It's not going to hurt you to walk past her.
6: You know, it's interesting you say that though, because, uh, I worked at, uh, the wounded warriors workshop in um, the, we like the wounded warriors unit up in, uh, Bethesda, Maryland. And, uh, These guys, you know, they're coming back and they're missing limbs and stuff like that. And they have that same mentality, though. It's like, look, you know, yes, I am not like you, but that doesn't make me any different.
5: It It, doesn't mean that you're not a person,
6: exactly. And I don't want you to look at me like because the big thing that they talk about too is people look at them and they feel sorry for them, and they're like, I don't, I don't want your pity, and I don't want your gawks. Like I just, I just want to be looked at as like any other individual. They want to be themselves.
7: Is Wounded Warrior the same company that's always bannered on my DC Comics? Uh,
6: well, that's actually a, a, a nonprofit organization. Um, that's a really good organization. They've actually uh, grown a lot. I don't know a whole lot about them, but uh, it's a. It's a. I do know that um, whenever whenever I was overseas uh you know they they helped out several of my my guys uh whenever I was overseas so i got I got nothing but good things to say for them because they it's also us with
7: called stuff. wounded warrior though right am i yeah correct?
6: well i mean yeah and that's kind of become i think a uh just a phrase in general for um you know it's a just an easy way to talk about the uh those individuals uh who have been who have been wounded in in combat um and so Anyways, I didn't mean to go off topic there. I just it, no, it, dude. That's I, totally cool. Yeah, that's totally so, cool. Yeah.
5: So I just wanted to bring a little bit of awareness out there. Yeah, if you know somebody that that has like an affliction or something like that in their life, like just like either support them or leave them alone. Leave them alone. Exactly. You know what? You might even learn something from them. Right. Fucking assholes.
2: Yeah. You know, people who do that have real insecurity issues. And, Agreed. You know, they need to look at that, not other people.
4: I uh, can, Speaking of that, I do want to say something too. I read a quote uh, over the weekend. Um, that kind of goes along with this whole situation. Um, I, I, it's funny who I who I read the quote from. I'm not going to name who it is, but they said, you know, the the people that are unhappy in this world are the people who care about what other people think, right? And, that, and that's so. I like to I like to kind of live by that now because who cares what other people think? To be honest, yeah, it's, be, it's be yourself. Truth.
2: You it's know? true freedom, right? You I'm not, know, I'm not
4: gonna I'm not gonna live my life unhappy because like what somebody th- thinks of my shoes or my hair or my, my right. weight or anything like that. You I know, hate like,
2: your fucking
5: shoes, by the way, and I don't
7: I, care. I, your hair's
5: kind of dumb too, and I fucking
7: love it. <laughs> you know, I have a
5: question guys. <laughs> oh yeah, that we're gonna uh, this guy with can, his can I, can I spoil shirts. the movie now? with his fucking <laughs> yeah. stripper
4: with his with his stripper porch. I hate it. <laughs> I hate your
5: stripper porch. You were all invited. I'm, over I'm, I'm, I'm a member porch, of the Westboro
4: Baptist Church, and I hate your stripper porch. <laughs> Speaking of which, I hey
5: Jake, that. you had something to say though. Oh, can I spoil the movie now? Um, <laughs> no, you just spoiled the podcast. What movie? Yep. By talking. Excellent. What movie um, are you talking about?
7: Fucking out of here. Uh, hangover
5: Three. Jay's always leaving the podcast, <laughs> man. Every week. Shit.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Guys, I want to lighten it up a little bit. I'm sorry I hit you with such a heavy topic there, we had but to, I now. had to. Yeah. But um, next, I want to play, it's called the Fresh Step Cat Name Game. Um, it's a little picture that they had, and you get if you had a cat name, this would be your cat name. So we're going to figure out what everybody's cat name is today. I think it'll be a fun little thing for us to do. Not, cool. It's not going to be, like, lame at all. It's, it's a cat name game. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know? I trust you, Brian. You me?
7: <laughs> I do. Let's okay. do it right,
5: meow. <laughs> so we're going to do... <laughs> 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 it's not the dog name game. <laughs> You're like little horses.
2: Fucking comic book dogs.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Wait a minute, did you? That's trademarked by Dan Hill. I'm suing you. I, I'll give you. He money. owes you a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, Don't I'll, break my legs. I'll settle on seven cents.
5: Tonight, Go. Why is it? It's playing an advertisement on YouTube
4: right now. <laughs> that that's that never happens. That's how they do it. I can't
5: stand YouTube for that.
4: Uh, today is their eighth birthday, though.
5: Oh, happy birthday, YouTube! <laughs> <I guess.
4: laughs> uh, the cake will be here shortly. <laughs> It's in the shape of a TV. Alright, you guys ready? <laughs> we have officially lost all of our listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turn this shit off now if you're listening. Alright, all right. this is how you play
5: the cat name game. Dan, I need the last digit of your phone number, I need your Zodiac sign, and your favorite color. Everybody, write down your, the last digit in your phone number, your zodiac sign, and your favorite color. Are you ready? And then tell me. Yes, I'm ready for you, Dan. Two. Two. Aquarius. Two Aquarius. Red. All right. Your cat name is Dr. Snuggly McClump.
7: <laughs> nice.
5: Was Is that McClump? Yes, like Doc
4: McClump of turds in the litter box. It's something to do with McDonald's, absolutely. <laughs> Dr. Snuggly I, doctor Snuggly Clumps. That's that's their that. next sandwich. Well, at least I'm a, at least I'm a doctor. He's All a you doctor motherfuckers are probably like street vendors or something. This is Doctor McSnuggly Clumps. Mm-mm. All right. Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm.
5: The next one I want to uh, Jay. Yo, did Skrillex make this song?
1: <laughs> Would you like to know your cat
5: name? <laughs> Yes. All right, Jay, I need the last digit of your phone number, your Zodiac sign,
2: and your favorite color. Uh, One, uh, Taurus, and gray. One, Whose favorite
4: color
5: is gray? I don't have a gray.
0: (laughs) 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 I broke the game. You
5: did break the game. So the closest thing to gray is is either black or white. White. I'm going to go, okay, Chancellor Sassy Whiskers. (laughs) Jay... (laughs) This is going to be our names for the rest of the show, so awesome. I, go, I hope you're remembering your names. I'm
7: going to write J- that down. Can I just called Jay Sassy.
5: Chancellor Sassy Whiskers. Jake, you are next, sir. Oh,
7: here we go. You ready?
5: Last digit of your phone number, your zodiac sign, and your favorite color. It is
7: one Pisces and pink.
5: One Pisces and pink. Chancellor Harry
4: Bottom. Nice. <laughs> hey, uh, Mr. Harry Bottom. This is
7: uh, Doctor McClumps. Sure. <laughs> Doctor, what, what can I do about my hairy bottom? <laughs> As a physicist, <laughs> uh, wait. <laughs> Doctor, serious advice: Are you farting in the mic?
4: Okay. Uh, what you guys don't realize is that we do have the lights turned down with some strobe lights and some glow sticks going on right now, too.
5: Yeah. Oh yeah, we're raving over here, yeah, man. It's
4: like a cat rave. Yeah. i All right.
6: All so the listen, cats man. in this house have taken ecstasy.
5: Mr. Chad Michaels, you are next, sir.
6: All right. Uh, Nine. No cancer and green
5: all right you are professor kissy mcpaws
7: <laughs> Aww.
5: all right i this is my cat name i am let's see here
7: We don't get to know your favorite color my yeah. name no yes.
5: no i gotta look at it it's pink I am, do- I am Doctor Hissy Van Scooper. <laughs> <laughs> doctor Hissy Van Scooper. So we have two doctors so in the house. Doctors. We do. Doctors. We've got doctor. our. We've, what kind of doctor, doctor are you? I am Doctor Vetmed because I.
4: Yeah, but cats need like gynecologists too, and pediatricians. Oh yeah, the cat gyno. Yeah,
5: yeah. That's people are always talking about the cat <laughs> gynecologist. Oh, I've got to take my cat to the gynecologist. <laughs> I hear that all the time. That's always brought up in the conversation. You put yeah, they got the cat up there in the stirrups, so
1: <laughs> <laughs> spread the cat a ice there. Her, oh, uh, let's
5: take a look at the pussy's pussy. <laughs> Seriously.
4: Her claws are out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that that segment's been done and, and cut out of our podcast, do we go on, move on? <laughs> <laughs> we're,
5: I'm gonna trust me, I'm gonna edit that
4: quite a bit. I I what I would like to do, we're
5: gonna we're gonna actually we're gonna talk about uh Star Trek into darkness. I swear to God, we're gonna talk about it.
4: Can I spoil um, the movie now, oh, God, dude. Jake. Just leave.
5: Oh God, you're like that kid in the back seat. That we there? yet? Exactly. Are we there yet? You're that kid.
4: Hey, Jake. Can I spoil it? <laughs> I'll turn this car around.
5: So, How I Met Your Mother had their season finale, and they finally revealed the mother. Dan, I want me and you are the biggest How I Met Your Mother right. listener uh, watchers here. What did you think
4: about the reveal overall? Um. I think they hyped it up way too much for me that when I did see, well, uh, keep in mind, we don't know the mother's name or anything. We know a little bit about her, but we don't know too much. We just saw,
1: yeah.
4: Saw her buying tickets to go to the, the wedding reception. Right. Um, I was, I was disappointed. Um, I thought the only, the only, let me, let me tell you the reason why I'm disappointed because I know, I know what next season is going to be about. I think next season is going to be 36 hours, give or take into a whole season. I think, all of next season is going to be the wedding, the wedding reception, and Ted supposedly moving to Chicago. That's okay. why I'm disappointed, huh? I would have rather seen the mother get revealed halfway between. What about
5: the, the actual reveal when they showed her? When you saw her, I mean, do
4: you really want to know what me and my fiance thought? Yeah, please. Yes, this chick's ugly. Okay, okay. Who's the actress? No. Um, I've never seen her before. She she's done a lot in Broadway um, theater. Uh, she actually has been on a few episodes of. Um, I have to look this up. I'll get back to you, but it's she's not not known at all.
7: Okay, you know, I'm not a I'm not a fan of the show, but I thought the reveal would be a name. Like I thought it would be a big no, deal. No, uh, the, the
4: reveal was just an actual being. I
5: think that, you know if if they weren't coming back for a ninth season, I think it would have been a big star. But since they're coming back for a ninth season, but don't you it,
4: agree that do you think season nine is going to be the whole thing, like the whole wedding weekend?
5: Well, I think the wedding's going to be a big part of it, but I think season nine is going to be about ted and we're gonna finally see uh ted happy with someone that trumps robin right. in his life and yeah but you know what confused i need the to hell see that a- i need to see that you know what confused because the hell i'm out of sick me, of the ted robin shit
4: no the episode before last not last week but the week before when him and robin were sitting on yeah, the hill and yeah. crying and all that right they left that open to to where i a deep down part of me thought. He might, he might get with her. Oh,
5: I did too. I thought that she. There might, might be something. There wrote might be into a the twist. Story. There might be some there might twist. There might be a twist, and she might be the mother. Okay, at the end, they show her, and since the beginning of the show, I have always thought that the woman that he ends up marrying, the way she would look in my mind, I always thought that she would look like uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. In my mind, because of the kids. For some reason, I've always just thought Jennifer Love Hewitt. You're
4: really close on that,
5: and she looked like Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. That's why it was satisfying for me. So I was actually really happy with the reveal. I think that, and I guess that'll really come into play next season if if this girl can actually act or not. So
4: yeah, the the actor's, uh Kristen uh, Malotti. Uh huh. Um, she was on some stuff um 30 rock nurse jackie so nothing big um like she was on a like couple parts. yeah the sopranos back in the day what sopranos character uh i don't believe um actually Catherine uh sacramani i'm not sure how you actually say that but she was in three episodes okay but her, oh, okay. her claim to fame, though, if, if anybody of our listeners are big into Broadway, she does a lot of stuff in New York Broadway okay. shows.
5: I think our listeners have fallen asleep at this point, yeah. honestly, after the cat name I, game. But doesn't I she look like you, I'm, are I'm, I'm talking fans, about though. people with, like, I'm talking about people with physical deformities today. We're doing a cat
4: game. I mean. The cat game, you lost me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm actually can I not spoil even the movie yet? I
5: thought it would be fun. No,
4: that was fun because I'm glad that I, I can now tell people I'm a doctor. <laughs>
5: Um, I, I I did. We're gonna talk about. Uh, Thanks for ignoring me, you fuck. I, I'm trying to block you out, but you keep coming back. You're like a fucking cockroach. Um, <laughs>
4: you ever cockroach. seen Joe? You ever seen Joe's apartment?
5: I have seen Joe's apartment. Yeah, that was yeah, the very did. first MTV film, if you guys remember. Yeah. awesome. Yeah.
7: That was the first DVD I ever bought. That says it a lot nice. about you. <laughs> <laughs> My first DVD was Army of Darkness.
4: <laughs> Nobody cares. We didn't ask you what your first. But you know what? <laughs> I'm throwing as, it out there. As far though.
5: as DVD. I'm just, as far as DVD purchases go, Army of Darkness being your first, that's pretty fucking awesome.
7: Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, you're so cool. I, I've never seen the alternate ending. Do I just not take Bruce player. Campbell's
5: name in vain on this fucking show. <laughs> yeah. Um, we do. Uh, Dan, do you have the podcast poll ready to go? I do okay we did uh, we're gonna get the star trek into darkness I, I did we did have a podcast poll and it was on facebook um i wanted dan to uh kind of go over the podcast poll and the question that was asked and some of the uh listeners uh, reactions
4: so so about midweek we asked uh, all of our facebook listeners a podcast poll um what they were more excited to see uh jj abrams either star trek or star wars episode seven and we wanted to know why um uh, we only had five responses um which was which was pretty good, but we want more. Yeah, um,
5: we we would like a lot more. Seriously. That's not
7: pretty good. That's abysmal.
4: Um, yeah. I'll, I'll just go ahead and read what some of the some of our uh, Facebook fans said. Uh, Matt C from Decatur, Illinois said, "Right now it's Star Trek. JJ is the bomb. I don't think anybody can really disagree with that." That was a pretty straightforward comment. Um, Nicholas M from Decatur said, "Star Trek. JJ Abrams trumps all." What, what, what do you think?
5: As far as do you
4: think he trumps all?
5: For both. Film franchises? Right right now, well,
4: we'll get into that.
5: We'll get Uh, into that.
4: Blaine H. uh, said, Star Wars. Trek is often a by-the-numbers checklist. The elements are already know. We already know the ship. We already know the crew. um, And there will be a lens flares, apparently. Uh, (laughs) And then he said, Star Wars. Uh, That is to be remain an unknown. So it is to the sense of the mystery over what might be that makes Star Wars both exciting and filled with trepidation.
5: Yeah, so basically, he's saying that you know we've uh, we know what we're going to expect out of the, the
7: Star Trek franchise. We know what to expect. I, I think Blaine's right on the money with this comment. Yeah. No, I no, I agree, no, with I agree
4: too. Um, we have two more. Uh, Bruce L said, "I want the new Star Wars." That was it. Oh wow, thanks, and Bruce. Then, and then we had a girl named. <laughs> and then we had a girl named Krista uh, F. Um, she might not have read the question right, but she said, "Great Gatsby." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah, Krista, thanks uh, but i do But
4: I do want to uh, say that, you know, we did – Right back to Kristen said someone liked Chad's review of The Great Gatsby on our last episode. Apparently, yeah, apparently somebody actually so listened somebody, to somebody yeah somebody went so to Chad's website. Somebody and
5: your... actually listened to what Chad had to say. Which I'm that that right there. I think that should be the topic of next show. That somebody actually gave a shit about what you have to say. Not maybe, only that. It is
4: impressive.
5: Seriously, stop talking. I don't care about what you have to say. Maybe, <laughs> Miracles happen. Maybe you can do a podcast for maybe you can do a podcast for Krista only. <laughs> yeah, but I, I could care less.
4: But no, I I just want to keep in my, or let all of our listeners. Um, Know that we really appreciate fans who r- respond to our Facebook polls and our our posts and stuff. I mean, yeah, everybody checks Facebook. Right. If and, you see and Christa, it, my phone number. No, she can't. <laughs> <laughs> if everybody sees a question on there, just just throw something in there. I yeah, mean, it doesn't have to be an elaborate something like Blaine wrote, right. but just something that you're looking forward to see. I mean next week I want to see 10 people respond to our
2: poll instead of 5 Right, yeah, we all I, read it, we all like it and we all try and respond to it So,
5: I actually got an email from a fan out there um, it was uh, hey guys, listen to your last episode I thought it was great, you guys are all funny um, I can't wait for next week's Star Trek episode uh, and they signed it I don't fucking exist because nobody fucking responds to our fucking podcast.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, yeah, yeah we'll- as you as you're saying that I'm inviting all of my friends that are on Facebook uh for the fifth time to like our page. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't believe me, ask Chad right now cuz he is watching me click invite <laughs> on all of our friends.
6: Yeah, yeah, he is. So. They're like, oh,
4: I
2: don't see that. Oh.
6: Uh, and,
4: and to be honest, um, to all of our listeners, I think Facebook and Twitter is what gets uh, all the leftovers going throughout the week.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah, I, mean, I agree. I, I'm not going to try to say for everybody, but I, I check Facebook a lot. Not even my personal that much anymore, but I, I right. definitely check pop culture. I hardly
5: even post on my personal
7: page right. anymore. Right. Uh I cheered out loud. When you're I at saw a message from the window washer. <laughs> what? The window washer that left us that message. Oh, the, dude, he was—he's awesome, Daniel. I cheered out loud. Yeah, that was amazing. Daniel's amazing. Thank you, Daniel. You're, you're yes. the reason we do this show. Yeah. It, this
4: this show is actually dedicated to Daniel. Yeah, right? we're gonna dedicate this show the show. Should that, be dedicated to him. Dedicated to Daniel. It's, it's dedicated to Daniel. Dedicated slash to
0: Daniel. The magic Daniel. stripper. Daniel. The window washer. The window washer. Tutoring students and dedicated show to you, yeah.
4: Hey, you fucking comic book geek, shut the fuck up.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Can I spoil the movie now?
4: No! (laughs) Can I? Shut up. Go let let one of us go back to work. Comic book geeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did want to talk. That about That is trademarked by Doctor. I did fuzzy want to talk. Pants. Two more things. Two more things. <laughs> we're Doctors.
5: gonna take a two more things. We're gonna take a break. and We're gonna come back. and We're gonna talk about Star Trek Into Darkness. Uh, Bing.
4: The wait wait. We're doing oh. Star Trek tonight. Oh, Bi- oh
5: fuck! Hold on. We're spoiling this. Yeah, we're doing Star, Star Trek, Trek tonight. <laughs> Doing Star Trek like you I did your mom last game. night. I anyway.
4: So you drove to St. Louis last night. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
5: All right. Bing adds okay. Klingon to their list of translated, translated languages. Um, Fing, tunk, tunk. So yeah, if you go to Bing right now, uh, you can actually uh, type in any you know phrase in English, and they'll translate it into either Klingon or like the Klingon the symbols. Uh, so what we're going to do is... So
4: where do you actually go on Bing? Just in, in the search field, you type that in?
5: What happens when you <laughs> do a search for Chandler Bing, the character from Friends, <laughs> on Bing? Does it, does, it, does, does it pull up the definition for irony? No, it brings up Chandler <laughs> Bong. Chanandler <laughs> Bong. Uh, but no, we're going to have the first Pop Culture Leftovers contest. I am going to be posting a phrase on Facebook in Klingon. And it'll drop, uh, when we drop the episode, about an hour or two after the episode drops, I'm going to be dropping the phrase on Facebook. The first person to translate the Klingon phrase into English wins, and this is not going to make any sense, but you know what? I don't give a fuck. They're going to win Brian Wood's, a first print copy of Brian Wood's Star Wars book, the comic book. Uh, I I'm will mail it to like. you personally. All you need to do is then personally message Pop Culture Leftovers with your address and all that information, and I will mail it to you. I'll get it out to you when I can, but uh, we'll send it to you. It's the first print of Brian Woods. Um, it's got a beautiful Alex Ross cover, and we'll mail it out to you. So the phrase will be on Facebook. All you need to do is get on Facebook. First, got to like our page, which we would like some more likes because you know we only got like three or four this past week, so... Thanks a
7: lot. Am I eligible for the contest, Brian? Can I win? Yeah, I don't have that book either.
5: But yeah, just uh, just 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 look on Facebook uh, for that, and uh, we'll, I'll make sure to get that comic book out to the winner—the first person that responds correctly to that. It'll be me or Jay. Yeah. All right. Um, let's let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about Star Wars Into Darkness with plenty of spoilers. See you. And welcome back to Pop Culture Leftovers. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, well, I- once again i'm brian frederick i'm dan hill jason piper jake elliott special guest
0: chad
2: michaels that's right oh yeah
5: all right we're gonna be talking about star wars into darkness (laughs) (laughs) oh my god
6: Uh, hey you know what david letterman did that actually when he was interviewing uh cumberbatch so don't feel bad did he
5: call him cumberbun like (laughs) jay
6: No, but uh, Cumberbatch did give him this just ghastly look. Did he really? Oh, yeah. I and feel like,
5: you ever watch The Celebrity Apprentice when, like, like somebody on The Celebrity Apprentice, like, gives off the name, the, they they name the product wrong, that oh, they're, or, like, yeah, insta-fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, like, instant fire, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Donald Trump, if he was, like, the fifth leftover, I'd be fucking gone.
1: <laughs> you're fired. fired <laughs> Brian, you're gone. you're fired. <laughs>
5: Uh, But, uh, no, we're going to be talking about Star Trek in the darkness this week. (laughs) Star (laughs) Wars. Guys, we did a Star Wars podcast last week, and you know what? I'm an idiot, so (laughs) I guess that explains it. But, uh, um, Dan, you've got the Star Wars synopsis. Uh, If you could... Oh, you just did it again.
1: Son of a bitch! (laughs) What (laughs) the hell is (laughs)
4: Just leave. (laughs) We'll take care of the rest of the show. Just see you. I didn't even catch it that time. Bye. Dan, go ahead. Go over, like, uh, everything. Star so, uh, Trek. So Star Trek <laughs> Into Darkness uh, released on May 17th which was Friday. Uh, I just
5: spilled fucking alcohol. Jelly <laughs> juice. All over me. Can my you shirt. shut up?
4: I can't. Tur- Dude, Chad, us. go rip his mic out of the mixer. Oh, uh, anyways, uh, Star Trek, not Wars, was uh, <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> that was
4: uh, released on May seventeenth, um, twenty thirteen. Um, it was directed by J.J. Abrams, who uh, he, everybody knows. I have no idea who that is. You're such a liar. Um, he he's famous for Lost, but he also did Cloverfield and Super Eight and Fringe. So yeah. do you know who he
5: is now? Oh, uh, I'm not familiar Ew. with Cloverfield. Is that the cigarette? The Clover clove
0: cigarettes? Clo- shut clove? up.
4: Okay, it was I- written by uh, Roberto Orsi and Alex Kurtzman. Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness was. Uh it's starring uh, Chris Pine as uh, Captain James T Kirk, uh, Carl Urban as Bones, uh, Zoe Saldana as Yur Aurora. Uhura, come on, Ahura. Oh what, is whore. she a prostitute? I, I did that on purpose, but... Zoe Saldana as a whore. Well, she does hang out on the porch. <laughs> right? uh, she does That's hang out, out on the porch. Uh, Simon Pegg is Scotty, Zachary Quinto as Spock, um, and Benedict Cumberbatch as the main antagonist, John Harrison. Yep, 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 yep. So yep. I'm going to give everybody a little uh, synopsis on what this movie is about. Uh, basically, when the crew of the Enterprise call back home, they find an unstoppable force of terror from within their own organization and the fleet, and everything it stands for, leaving our world in a state of crisis. Uh, with a personal score to settle, Captain Kirk leads a manhunt to a war zone world to capture one-man weapon of mass destruction. And we're not talking about uh, George Bush. Uh, as our heroes are propelled into an epic chess game of life and death, Love will be challenged, friendships will be torn apart, and sacrifices must be made for the one and only family craft, his crew.
5: Thank you very much, Dan.
4: You didn't call it Star
5: Wars once. No, you didn't. You did fine. Um, so I, we're just going to really just kind of jump into, uh, Star Trek into darkness here and start talking about it. I just want to kind of talk about like individually, you know, what does Star Trek mean to you or what was maybe your first introduction to Star Trek as a medium in the, uh, you know, science fiction genre?
4: Uh, well, Star Trek to me was introduced by my stepfather. Um, he loved, uh, next generation. To be honest with you, um, I'm not familiar with any of the sixties and seventies work. Of Star Trek. There, I don't think there was any seventies. It was, the, it was the, all yeah. The late 60s. 60s. yeah. Um, my main introduction though was in the nineties with the movies. To be honest, the show was here and there, but it was mainly the Next Generation movies, um, mm-hmm. the two thousand nine version. Uh, I think there was a sh- uh, what was that in two thousand one? The last one that was made was that oh one.
5: I'm not. A, I don't. I I couldn't tell you. I mean, there was but like Nemesis, you, you've got ne- first contact. Nemesis and was the last Nemesis one before and, JJ Abrams rebooted yeah, the, the the series.
4: Yeah. Um, I love it. I just I absolutely love it.
5: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Jay, Jake, did you guys want to chime in?
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, I I actually, you know, speaking of Star Wars, I got into Star Trek from Star Wars, but, I mean, I I was raised on it. My parents watched it, so I watched it. Um, And and mainly it was through Wrath of Khan, uh, Star Trek Wrath of Khan. That was the first one that I can, like, remember what was happening. You know, I remember the older episodes, but I can't tell you what happened. But uh, Con, that was the big one for me, especially after *Star Wars*.
7: Yeah, I've um, I you know I've pretty much been a TV whore my whole life, and I still remember when uh, *Next Generation* premiered on Fox. I oh yeah, absolutely.
2: I, I love *Next Generation*. That was I, a big
7: I, deal because it hadn't been around for like twenty years, and so it's I, coming back and with a I, whole new cast and crew. I remember being. Like an event, I think I was about eight it years was. old the night that Mission yes, uh, premiered, and it, it was pretty much an event. It was getting introduced
5: to all these new characters, and I think, um, you know, if anybody was going to fill that Spock role, Data did a fantastic yes. job. Oh, yeah, so. absolutely! Oh,
7: yeah. as an eight-year-old, I was I was
5: off my rockers. And I mean, the
7: Borg? I mean, come on. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: Agreed. Um, I I personally, like Jake, I was introduced to Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, I didn't really watch the original series, but Star Trek The Next Generation was like my first introduction. And I I thought it was really cool that they brought in a Klingon as one of the crew members. And then you've got Data. Uh, What an amazing character. So that was yeah. my first introduction. And then, of course, like, you know, the movies like Wrath of Khan. And I think Star Trek, the first Star Trek movie that I actually remember watching as a child was Star Trek 4 with the, what was it, The Whales? That was oh, great. Oh, The Whales, yeah. Yeah, I actually, after I watched that movie, I had to go back and watch the other ones to get caught up. I'll admit that Star Trek, the motion picture, the first one, I think is shit. I think it's horrible. I thought it was a horrible movie. You know, you got uh, Kirstie Alley in there. You got Christopher Lloyd as a Klingon. I just thought that I think the movies, the series, really started when they started with uh, two Wrath of Khan, and then three was great. Four was okay, and then you know there was one where they were actually searching for what they thought was God. Like was it the Final Frontier? That That was was five.
7: I I thought the Verger reveal at the end of one was a great reveal.
5: Uh, As a whole, I did not
7: enjoy that movie at all. It's still a very seventies movie, and Spock takes fifteen minutes to get from one point to another. (laughs) And the music goes forever. It's very seventies and hard to sit through. Well, but it's it's still not too bad. I gotta disagree with you. It's
5: <laughs> I, I. There's no. I can't really revisit that movie on many levels. I didn't
7: enjoy it. Yeah, you, I agree. You know, as a kid, my favorite was um, all the holodeck. Sherlock Holmes episode. Oh, thank oh, yes. God. I love those. Yeah, they were fantastic.
5: Absolutely. Moriarty was just an excellent villain. And didn't oh, yes. Moriarty have a change of heart there in one episode and actually oh, it, became a good yeah, guy yes. and
7: they saved that program? And, and when Moriarty they... gets to escape the holodeck and oh, actually be on the Enterprise absolutely. and everything. Oh my God. Those are all the best those episodes. Those are the
5: best episodes ever. Do you remember watching the chess episode where Data is playing chess against like, I think, was he? No, he was in a card game, I believe, with, uh, Albert Einstein, Stephen Hawking, uh, some other alien, and it was Data, and they oh, were I all playing that. like a that. card game. It was
7: very cool. My favorite in the Hollywood was that was it, he was wearing the poker hat. And I think like, so. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, you
5: are right. Yeah. That was a great episode.
7: Do you guys remember uh, Measure of Men? That's my all time favorite Next Gen episode. It's where they have a, a trial <laughs> to decide whether or not Data is a sentient being or not. Oh yeah. And oh my god, that's that's pretty much my favorite science fiction plotline. Anyway, is some whether or not artificial intelligence can be sentient or not.
5: Right yeah. now, some of my favorite episodes were the Data episodes where uh, he, where you met his brother. Oh, Lore. Yeah, I love Lore. And uh, yeah, and, and and then also when the episode where you meet his creator has his basically his father, and that was isn't very he cool. played by Brent Spiner? I, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Brent I can't Spiner remember with no makeup and long hair and everything. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, I do want to... Let's start talking about Star Trek. I want to get our ratings out of the way. We're going to jump into the film. Uh, But we do have a rating system, and I would like to go over that now. The rating system
0: is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party.
5: All right, uh, we're going to go over the rating. system. We already went over the rating system. I want to get uh, each individual uh, leftovers rating, and then I want to get you know Chad Mackles. I w- definitely want you to rate it as well. Let's start off with you, Dan. I- I've I've been wanting to know what you've uh, had to think about this film ever since you arrived here. So,
4: um, with with Star Trek not really being my best,
5: um, you wouldn't consider yourself a trackie. You're not at a all, casual fan.
4: I casual fan back in the '90s, going to see it with my stepfather and, and not really watching the show watching the 2009 movie in this movie, um, I, I definitely got to give it a Tupperware.
5: Okay. Okay. and I you're loved gonna- it. Do you want to explain that now or just as we go throughout the podcast?
4: I'll explain it now. Um, I felt like with the 2009 movie, the fr- I, I keep referring it to it, but it, it's called Star Trek. It's the first uh, version of J.J. J. Abrams, you know, bringing mm-hmm. back the series. Right. It kept me interested the entire movie. I don't think there was one scene that I was like, are you serious? Or, okay, you know is this going to be over soon right. or I, I don't know. I just fully invested in the personally movie. with me being a huge star Wars fan, star Trek always took a backseat to me always okay. in my entire life. I never gave it any thought. I never tried it. But with, when I heard JJ J. Abrams was doing it, you know, being a big fan of lost, um, I love the first one. And then last night I actually watching this movie in the theater, Freaking loved it. I just, I, I honestly did not want it to end. Good, um, That's good. I love the movie. I love the acting in the movie. I thought that every actor in the movie did a superb job. There was a couple that I didn't care for. I thought there was a couple. Are we going to get into that, or do you want to get into that now? We will. Here, in, okay. well, let's get cool. into it as a cool. whole. But I just want to tell you that you know, after seeing this movie, I did not want it to end. I loved the storyline. I loved every little bits. I loved all. I don't know. I, when I watch movies, I'm very big into the acting. The, the, the casting, and I think they casted the movie 100% correct.
5: Well, you've got a lot of the same cast that we had in the first movie, and I thought they did a great job. That's what I'm
4: saying. Like, this whole series, they've they've done a superb job of casting this movie to a T.
5: You know what I do want to end, though? Your little talk about this. <laughs> I'm just fucking you. Yeah. No, <laughs> okay. you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Here, I'll, I'll pass it over to Chad. Oh, yeah. Chad, what did you... Chad, uh, you're joining us today. Uh, what, what did you feel about... Uh, star trek into darkness what was your rating
6: so i loved the first one the the first eight J. jj abrams right yeah. um and kind of if i can hop back real quick sure. i got into it with with next generation uh, yeah and picard is you know i was a big i was a big fan of picard when i was a kid i always thought he was really cool uh-huh um you engage. know it, <laughs> yes, engage <laughs> engage engage uh, um and for a lot of the reasons you guys were talking about, the you know like some of the the holodeck episodes and uh, just I don't know to me as a kid when I was growing up, so that came out when I was about seven, yeah. And so um, it was just really cool because who doesn't? Dinosaurs is kind of like spe- or space is kind of like dinosaurs. We talked about that last episode, but you know it's just like it's just really cool. Hey, is there a rating in here somewhere? Yeah. So, anyways, make it so. Uh, yeah, make it so. Um, I initially was. Uh, I was I was kind of conflicted, but here's the thing: I'm definitely going to go back and actually see this again before okay. uh, before it leaves the theater. Um, I'll definitely buy it when it comes out, so I'm I'm going to uh, I'm going to go with Tupperware on that.
5: You're going to so. go with Tupperware, okay? Yeah. So we've got two Tupperwares. That's yeah. a good start to Star trek into darkness. Yeah. Uh, Jay Jason Piper, I'd like to hear uh, your thoughts on the film.
2: Yeah, I I'm going to give it a, a, a pretty weak taste it actually okay. I, i'm i'm on the border of just tossing it <laughs> no I,
5: no that's that's perfectly acceptable um, yeah
2: i feel bad about it but that's what's going on okay um i i didn't like it i'm not gonna watch it again um i i loved the uh i i saw it in imax 3d okay um that part was fantastic i mean i was my eyes were glued to the screen so there was never a second kind of like Dan said too, there was never a second where I was like, well, oh, this is going on too long or whatever. Right. I, I did not want it to end either. I thought it was really kind of rushed. Um, I thought it was short, you know, I, I it felt like half of a story. Um, especially with seeing the older Star Trek movies, like it, it had the humor, it, it had the humor and, and it, and it had my attention with the action, but, there was a lot of weak moments i think there was a lot of weak moments with a lot of the characters um some of them did really well together some of them just felt like they were just you know i mean these are main characters and and they were so great in the first one um like dan said too the first one was so good i I don't know i don't i think it fell flat on this the note was just you know okay That's my opinion we've got a low
5: taste it from jay oh taste why okay it's honestly it sounds like you're giving it a toss why 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 other than the you know like the 3D and the i, I mean what what did you well i, know, what I, was I think standout? what did you like
2: i think it's worth seeing um there was a lot of good moments um but overall it just it didn't work um you know like i said i wanted to see more from certain characters but they left it out or okay. they they you know put them in the background for some reason and the ones that they did accentuate, I thought they were just weak moments, you know. Hmm. Um, but there was good interplay between Kirk and Spock. Um, I mean, I'll get into the rest later sure. too. But absolutely, yeah. I mean, there's enough of it that's that's good that you should go see it. Hey, it
5: so there goes our Tupperware party. I Sorry, mean, guys. it's gone. It's over with. There's no chance for Tupperware. No, it's totally fine. Aww. No, I no. I want people to be honest. Uh, Jake, um, your thoughts on the film?
7: Oh man, I um. First off, I want to say that uh, the first one's a Tupperware for me. Um, ever since it came out on Blu-ray, I watch it like every three months. But um, and my expectations could have been higher because I'm a giant JJ J. Abrams fan, okay, a giant Star Trek fan. But I think I toss it for this new. Holy movie. shit, we got to toss it. <laughs> (laughs) It was holy shit. Go for it. No, go for it. Man, the the first twenty minutes were amazing and I was riveted in my seat. The Klingon makeup was amazing. The The birds of prey were amazing. Yes. And then all of a sudden the movie just like collapsed like a bad Jenga player was directing it. You know what I'm saying? It was horrible. It was um, the lens flare was out of fucking control. Yeah. The, the um, lens flare much. was, and that. it had. Uh, Didn't you mention
5: had, early in the week that uh, there's going to be a lens flare, lens flare drinking
7: game? I, I created a, lens, a J.J. Abrams <laughs> Star Trek lens flare drinking game, where yeah. every time you see lens flare, you take a drink, and I it, defy you to make it through the new one. Oh God, without, seriously, without, without without alcohol poisoning? And, yeah, at least. kids don't try this at home because yeah, that that was exactly. way too much.
5: Yeah, you'll oh no
7: die. no! Keep going but with your. With let your me keep overall. going. I, yeah. I thought this movie suffered a horrible case of sequelitis, like the worst case I've seen since Ghostbusters Two, mm-hmm. where they just take all the same ideas and concepts and just like add one little twist to them, and then that's good enough. It's like oh, Kirk. We saw Kirk with an alien girl in the first movie. Now we'll see Kirk with two alien girls in this movie. <laughs> that's charming though. I thought that was and, funny. And, and that's yeah. him. You know, we heard a Beastie Boys song in, in the last movie. we heard a Beastie Boys song in this movie. And it's and you, then they you're took talking all about the, wasn't that a Fat Boy Slim song?
4: No, you're no it was, it it was Beastie, Beastie Boys. Boy. But it you're talking three hundred years in the future and you're still freaking rocking out to Beastie Boys, like
7: And they and they took all the all the things from Space Seed and Star Trek Two and basically just flipped them around. They're like, We'll, we'll write this movie about just doing everything opposite I'm instead really of having kirk yell this we'll have spock yell this and instead of having this happen to kirk we'll have this happen to spock and everything just was flipped around and it it felt like such an easy plot i mean this movie was written by the same people that wrote all three transformers movies so i mean i guess i got what i expected okay
5: okay um I uh, let's see here. I'm going to give it a. uh, My rating is I'm going to give it a taste. It. Um, I I give the first film like like yourself, uh, Jake. I give the first film um, a Tupperware. It was fantastic. It's one of my favorite.
7: It's one of my favorite movies. The first movie. It was great. This Um, is so disappointing. Yeah,
5: what they did was they didn't take away from the original continuity. They just gave you a different time stream and gave you an alternative. Uh, t- an alternative trying stream where you know, and, and what I didn't like in this movie was the recreations, like you said, the recreations of the scenes from the original Wrath of Khan movie. Um, they kind of like you know dove back into that well of Wrath of Khan, the movie. The, the, it was a successful Star Wars film, uh, Star Trek film.
7: <laughs> God, what oh you my doing God, there? Brian! <laughs> it was. Exce- <laughs> I know. I
5: God. It was a successful Star Trek film. And so they keep diving back into that well and but they what they did was like, you know, they had different characters doing uh different taking different places from the other characters like now Spock is in Kirk's place. And you know, what made it work the first time in that movie uh, you know, is that these characters have been together for, you know, we've seen them together for decades and they're wanting to get the same emotional response from us as fans that they got from these movies, from these characters that have done it for decades, when we've only seen Quinto and Pine in one movie before (laughs) this. It didn't quite resonate the same feelings that you get when you watch Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner do it. That I didn't really... Well, you're never going to get that again. Well, I know, but it was premature. It was premature. But listen, you're... I'm not saying I didn't like the movie. No, no, no. I'm I'm just trying to get through this and tell you what I did not like about
4: it. Right, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, as a as a somebody who doesn't really know the past,
5: fair enough. Star Trek. Right, but the people that do that's why I'm talking right now. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that story happened. Wrath of Khan happened. Right. It didn't screen. need to happen again.
7: Yeah, Spacey didn't need to happen It's again.
5: cool that you're paying homage to, a, uh, to, a, to, to it with a new time screen, but give me some new original
4: ideas. But how many people are going to go see this movie that haven't uh, seen Brian, Brian, I 100% agree with you. Let
7: us see The Eugenic This is my opinion. I'm not saying... I'm glad you anyway.
5: gave it a Tupperware. No, I'm, I'm not, glad. Dude. I'm No, I'm pleased as fucking punch that you gave it a Tupperware. I give it a taste. It. I really like it. I'm just going over the things that I didn't like. I'm
4: not trying to get you to sway your decisions from a taste to a Tupperware. I'm just I'm trying to make conversation.
5: I know, I know. I'm just passionate about this particular point. Um, for the record, I'm a casual Star Trek fan. I'm not like a diehard Trekkie, okay? But let me just say this. As a casual Star Trek fan, I liked it. I thought it was great. Um, but for diehard Trekkie fans, I think J.J. Abrams has done to Star Trek what Michael Bay has done to the Transformers.
1: Yeah, I but agree.
5: For the casual fan like myself, it's fine. I don't care. Um, I enjoy the break from the science expeditions. I do. I enjoy that. And I love the action involved in these films. I think it's great. And if this is what it takes for people who aren't fans of Star Trek to get into Star Trek and be fans of it and then look back at the older, older episodes, I'm all for it. That's fine. But when you're diving back into that well of Wrath of Khan, which is a great movie, and you're just trying to do a flip. Yeah. And trying to recreate the same emotions that you got from Wrath of Khan in a 2013 Amen. film, it's a little fucked up. Amen.
6: Yeah.
5: For star- diehard tracky fans. Amen. Yeah,
6: I can see what you're saying, and I, 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 I will I, admit, though, I don't mean to
2: interrupt, but they should have made Khan a, a secondary role. Like, if they're going to set up his character for a future movie, then make him very secondary.
6: You know, or you know.
2: J- just kind of make him a background character.
6: Well, there is a good argument that he's hardly the villain in this movie to begin with.
2: Yeah, RoboCop's
5: the villain.
6: Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, you're right. He, he, he really is. Um, right. And that is right. that is unfortunate because I feel like that was one of the things I didn't like was that Khan did seem to be outweighed. and right. And then uh, the... Uh, but I will... On top of what Brian was saying, like... I actually went back so yesterday I watched Space Seed, which I had never seen before. Which oh, is wow. the first episode that uh, uh, you know, Khan appears on. Right, in the and, original Star yeah. Trek. In the years. original, and yeah. you can YouTube that. It's actually on YouTube, that's how I watched it. And then I went back and I watched Wrath of Khan or Wrath of Khan, Star Trek Two, Wrath of Khan yesterday. Right. Which I remember seeing like when like I was Space a kid. To you, um, I gotta admit, I actually I kinda did. And and I think like looking at Star Trek I'm not a big Star Trek fan, I've always been a Star Wars guy. Actually, going back with kind of more of an open mind and looking at Star Trek, like the older episodes, and knowing that, like, special effects wise, it's going to be terrible. Sure, but just oh, yeah. watching it for what it is. It, I mean, it was cool. Uh, I did enjoy it, and I enjoyed Wrath of Khan. Actually, uh, can I ask it, you a question? I, yeah.
7: What is the trouble with troubles? It's that they breed so fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, That's the trouble the, they breed so fast. The original Gremlins. <laughs>
1: yeah.
7: Don't feed them
2: can, after can, midnight. Yeah. Can we talk about Bones for a second? I mean, Could he ha- how how great, he was so great and subtle in the first one. Exactly. It, and in this one, it was just like so obvious he was trying to be the old Bones from the, from the the show. That. Yeah, But the first one is so subtle and it's just so hilarious. And this one's just like, yeah. I, yeah.
5: S- I still kind of liked him in this one, Jay. I, can, can I, say I, so, I didn't. I didn't
2: like it. Can I say something Damn really it! Quick? Damn it, My,
5: Jay. I'm a doctor, not a torpedo technician.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it felt like he was trying too hard, you know? And I, I, I would say the same about, um, uh, well, I mean, you know, like I said before, they kind of, uh, like, they gave Sulu this kind of minor role where into the first one he's just so badass, and he has, like, one good line in this. And then they give Chekhov something to do, and it's totally fucking boring, and you don't even care. And then they give a whore. They give her a couple of big scenes. And then they give it. a whore. Some <laughs> scenes. <laughs> they <laughs> give a
7: whore scene in the movie. I
2: yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe Brian
5: would have liked movie. it more if there were some whores in the movie. <laughs> I don't know. Is there a magic stripper pole in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> ahura.
2: ahura, ahura, ahura. Thank you. Yes. They but gave I, a whore a bunch of scenes in this movie, <laughs> and this uh, it they happens they to take place
5: it. in Captain Kirk's bedroom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and they had to. But they tried to give them these bigger scenes. You know, they were kind of on the back burner in the first one. And then they tried to give them some of these bigger scenes, and it was just like, eh, you know, whatever. But Spock was great, and Kirk was great, and I thought the villain was great as well. But the thing Uh, is with these movies, like, I
4: want to bring this up. I went to a theater last night where it was kind of an old school theater, um, and there were Trekkies in the audience. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I had people wearing the (laughs) shirts— I had people um, cheering and stuff like that, but I, I want to bring up something in particular. Okay. when And this is a spoiler for anybody listening. Turn it off now or go see the movie, whatever. When Kirk died, when he died, yeah, um, I, I had a lady behind me. She looked maybe in her mid-50s, 60 years old. You could tell she watched the originals. She was bawling her eyes out. Bawling. I'm talking crying like... Her father passed away. Well, she hadn't seen the original Wrath of Khan.
7: I was getting ready to say the same that's thing. That's fine. No,
5: that's great. That's great. But no, great. that's what I'm saying I, that about I can't, this movie that... I can't is separate that. myself from how I feel having seen the original Wrath of Khan.
4: Right, and that maybe, maybe that's why I'm a little bit more passionate about this that's movie good. because I didn't see that. I, no, and I still had feelings when that
5: happened in the movie. I did, but not the same feelings that I had when I watched Shatner and Spock do it, right. Shatner and Nimoy do and it. And that's in the first why I film. think that this movie I'm is going to turn a lot of like people off, day.
4: is that... The people that are new to Star Trek are going to love this
1: movie.
4: That's yeah, what I was going to ask, and th- like, that's
5: what that's why I finished what I said by saying, "Casual fans, or even people who aren't introduced into Star Trek, when they watch this J.J. J. Abrams version, um, if it gets them into Star Trek, I'm all for it." But that's
4: what I'm saying. Like last night when I left the movie, I was literally ready to go start watching the first of whatever I could sure. grab my hands on.
5: That's good. No, that's good. And but that's no, I want to
4: bring up the fact that this, this lady was, was bawling her eyes out, and she was older, and I couldn't help but watch her throughout the next 20 minutes of the movie, the rest of the movie. Her eye, her eyes obviously dried, but it, it was just kind of neat, because, I, I mean, obviously, since I didn't see the original Wrath of Khan, I didn't know, but I just thought I have somebody behind me passionate about a freaking sci-fi movie that she's bawling like her her dad died. I mean, it was just... You know, and I, and I didn't get emotional because I put two and two together. As soon as he died, I knew the blood was going to come into effect, and mm-hmm. he was going to come back, yeah. and blah blah blah. But I picked up on that halfway through the movie with but the but whole. Yeah, wasn't
5: there a part of you ahead. that yeah. just kind of wanted to turn around and say, "Hey, suck it up, you fucking pussy"? No, <laughs> a, a part
4: of me wanted me. A part of me wanted to see Kirk die actually for real. Well, I mean, me and Brian I was didn't I was okay
7: because we saw Star Trek 2. But
4: yeah. no, I was okay. I was I, I dealt with the fact that if Kirk does die, I'm okay with it. I don't. That was just me. I okay. Mean, that was no. Just, fair enough. You know what I mean? And no. I mean, that's I, fine. I had people in my theater. I went to an old rustic theater, the Avon here in Decatur. Yeah. It, was, it was very old school. It did. I, I watched the original Star Trek on a newer theater, so it looked 2009. Uh, last night, the this the the movie I watched reminded me of the old 90s TV shows, like the whole. Just, it didn't look HD, you know? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I hear you there. And can, kinda, I, can
7: I tell you what my least how favorite did, part about this movie was, real quick? Yeah, that's fine. The, the future Spock phone to figure out what to do next. Yeah. I mean, Leonard Nimoy's appearance was so amazing in the first it movie. It was. Agreed. And then, and then in this movie, it's let's get on the future Spock phone I and find it. out what we have to do next. It was the most forced. Well, like it, in appearance. a way. Yeah. It,
5: it, I, it, it, my heart was racing, though, when he did start talking about how how Khan is one of the most terrified, terrifying villains, you know, that they've ever encountered. Yeah. But but it did take away from Spock, Zachary Quinto's Spock, that he has to phone a friend and get help from. Leonard Nimoy. Basically, I think this all comes back to, if you look in the credits and it shows um, Leonard Nimoy uh, who who he is, it does not say Spock. It says Spock Prime. They are not ready to hand over Spock to Zachary Quinto. So this keeps the hardcore, diehard Trekkie fans happy that he's still looking for help from Spock Prime.
6: Although on the flip side, if you had a future ver- version of yourself, and you are facing somebody very formidable, Let's even if a, you're super intelligent, that. wouldn't you call them? I yeah. mean, and that I mean, I do understand what you're saying. Seems logical. Yeah. <laughs> All right, touche. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I had the same initial thought you did, which was, "Come on, this is Spock." Like, right. And and this seems like really kind of.
5: But maybe if they hadn't have put that in the film, maybe people would be saying, why
7: didn't he ask future Spock? I, I don't think anyone would have said that. <laughs> what, what did you guys think
2: about Scott going all Wolverine on, on Khan there? Oh, and... Uh... Berserker mode. I, I love, love that it. scene. I, yeah, that was I great. wanted to see I that scene. It. scene
6: Actually, I loved it. Yeah,
2: I, I, I love that. Part. All right, let's Like, talk it, like about, let's, I said, there's a lot of good parts. Let's yeah.
5: talk about some of the characters. We got the return of uh, you know Captain Pike. Captain Pike. Uh, w- well, we've got that initial uh, scene where they're uh, they're that indi- indi- indigenous tribe. How, how did everybody like the way that started with the indigenous tribe? That was great. Yeah, that well, was great. Fir-
7: like I said, the first twenty minutes of the movie yeah. were the best part.
5: So basically, you know, after that whole thing, you know, uh, you know, Starfleet doesn't uh, doesn't approve of how you know Kirk handled the whole situation. So he loses his ship, and it goes back to Pike. Now later on in the movie, uh, there is a part where you know Pike dies. Um, right. You know, big spoiler, but Pike dies, in, you know, Captain Pike dies in this film. How did everybody feel? What was their emotional response when Pike died?
4: Um, I was ready for it. You were hoping Pike would die. Not, I, mean, I wasn't hoping, <laughs> but when he I was, I was, I was rearing for Pike to yeah, die. I, I want everybody, to, I want everybody to understand that when I say this kind of stuff, I mean like I was, I was mentally prepared for
7: when he dies that it's going to be okay. You thought that you know what? it's going to be he's, fine. He's like, kind like, of it, a
5: mentor, and it was expected. Like it was, was right. Did, it, it was did expected. Did you
7: cry when Pike died, Dan?
4: No, she didn't. But I did. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> when, when he died, it was like, all right, let's do it. This is when the movie started for me. Okay. Right. Right. You know, because I'm sick of this whole, he's a captain, he's not a captain, he is a captain tomorrow, but on Thursday we're going to take it away from him, and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Like, agreed. just let him fucking captain the ship, because we all know he's a right. captain. Right, and that, I didn't that's, like...
5: After he did in the, what he did in the last movie, to take the ship away from him. Right,
6: exactly, that's what I was thinking, I was like, really? Yeah. Come on. I, mean, I even said right. that to a complete stranger next to me, because I but, actually had to go watch this movie by myself. But, we've
5: got <laughs> RoboCop as one of the antagonists in the film. And so it kind of makes sense that he wouldn't... He's not
7: wearing that god-awful new RoboCop suit. You know, seriously, when
5: you think about uh, Captain Kirk, he's kind of like a uh, wild card. You know, you can't... He's a wild card, man. And so, you know, RoboCop... And when I talk about RoboCop, I'm talking about Admiral Marcus in Star Star Trek Into Darkness. But um, Peter Weller, he played RoboCop. If you don't know, Google it or look it up on IMDb. But, I mean, you know... Uh, he, he of course he wouldn't want Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk's a wild
4: card. You can't trust this guy. I think he thought he could keep you know uh, Pike in check. But it was time though. I mean, to be honest yeah. with you, like Pike kept saying to him, like that, that, I think it was that one scene when when they did boot him back to the academy, and he went to go have a drink, and then who
6: shows up sitting next to him? Like, well, but see, that's where I was thinking to myself. Make it a big deal. Make it seem like, hey, listen, kind of like in the last film, which is, hey, you're gonna have to. You're gonna sit in front of a tribunal, and you're gonna have to deal with this, and like build up to that, but then have the big catastrophe happen, where all the big wigs get pretty much annihilated, and then, and then, it's it's a no brainer. Kirk is still the captain, but to take the actual Enterprise away from him to me was kind of demeaning. It was kind of dumb. Agreed.
5: Um, (laughs) Did you guys like? um, Well, I mean, how Jay Jake? How did you feel when Pike died?
2: I I didn't care. At all. Really? Yeah, you, I yeah. could care less too. Yeah, I really didn't. <laughs> I, I was
7: not invested in his character. You guys
5: whatsoever. have no fucking hearts. You guys are soulless <laughs> asses. Only
7: in the soul-less. fake pilot of the original series. Who who gives a fuck about Pike? Yeah, I don't care. I don't care about Pike.
5: Well I know like the original Star Trek, he was the Yeah, I know. But but in this in this continuity, in this time stream, in this multiverse, but, he but was it was expected.
2: he was it was expected.
5: Yeah, I mean, you but, knew it was but, coming, so it's like, bleh. regardless. I mean, he was kind of like a mentor, almost like a father figure. Yeah, and 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 it was it. You saw the life, fall, you know, leave his eyes right before you, and you two soulless fucks don't even <laughs> give a shit. So whatever. I mean, whatever. Go, you know, go dance on your stripper pole, you sons of bitches. <laughs> I
7: tossed this
4: movie.
5: You know, God, I'm going to toss you from this pot. <laughs> yes,
4: since you, since you tossed
5: it, just go in ahead there. and go back to your porch. <laughs> but um, okay, so we meet Benedict uh, Cumberbatch. Some would call him Cumberbun, but we Sorry. meet Benedict Cumberbatch as John Harrison in this film. Uh, he, he's introduced as John Harrison. How do you think? Bun- uh, what do you think of Benedict Cumberbatch in this film overall? Someone I- jump in.
2: I, 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 I liked him, uh, but I, again, I think he was overused for this film. Um, he should have just been kind of an afterthought of this one. I was much more interested in seeing the Klingons uh, myself. You've got,
5: you've got an actor, one of the hottest actors out there, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah. and you want him to be an afterthought.
2: Yeah, in this movie, if they're, if they're trying to set this up for later, which is a possibility... So but you want it
5: to be like Superman where they show Zod for like five seconds and well, then yeah, you've got again, Superman they, too. Well, yeah, again,
2: they brought up that he was this Superman, his his character. They say that in the movie. So I, I, think thought, the, that, I thought that was pretty cool. Jay, right?
5: I think this movie did do what you're talking about as the afterthought, and I think the afterthought was the Klingons, and I think the Klingons will be right. the bigger part right. in the third movie. So I think this movie did what you're saying, but they just flipped it into an entire species. Those, right.
4: those Klingon masks were amazing. It was
5: like awesome. The whole, yeah, whole get-up. Yeah. I have a question. I liked him the awesome. first time when I saw him in Predator, but oh well. <laughs> I'm just
7: fucking with you guys. I thought it was cool too. Yeah. So so Brian, you bring up the third movie is what's going to happen with that is, the, is that cast going to return? Is I mean, JJ Abrams doing Star Wars and JJ Abrams
5: has not said that he is not coming back for Star Trek. If there it, there is it's supposed to be a trilogy. J.J. J. Abrams, I think, will find time for Star Trek. We've waited four years for this film. It's I three
7: years in between every Star Wars movie, so he'll have time. I, are, are, I,
2: you, are you guys worried about Star
7: Wars at all because of this? Not no. at all.
2: If,
5: if I see one lens bit.
7: flare come off a lightsaber, I'm yeah. going to fucking leave the theater. Yeah, that was too much, man. I there was a lot it, of lens
5: flare, but yeah. you know what? I mean, that's fine. That's his trademark. Whatever.
6: Jake, that's what I was telling you. Like, on the... Uh, on the um, the making of of the first Star Trek, it's it's about 19 minutes the entire making of, and I swear they spent five minutes discussing the lens flare. So obviously, it's a uh, yeah. On a side note, a me and
7: deal. Chad have been Facebook messaging, complaining about lens flare all week. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of lens flare, but it was I mean, you know, they talked about
6: using, uh, you know, they didn't film it on digital. They specifically use the type of film they, they use because of the lens flare, but also because it gives them film a grittier look.
7: And I appreciate that because I, th- when you know.
5: It makes it feel. Do you guys
7: we'll remember realistic? this scene where it's um, Kirk has to open the hatch and get out on the outside of the Enterprise, and they show you the shot from the other side of the hatch. And when the hatch opens, the first thing that pokes out of the hatch is the biggest lens flare effect <laughs> the entire fucking movie. Did yeah. that take you out of the movie, Jake? It did take me out of the movie. It took me out, too. Yeah. It, was inc- it was like this whole sh- two minutes is dedicated to a lens flare reveal. Yeah. It was I don't, was I don't know what the
2: characters were saying, but I,
7: I can tell you when there was a lens so
5: flare. So you're watching this movie, and the whole time you're thinking, <laughs> fucking lens flares. Fucking lens flares. Yeah, If it
7: wouldn't have been so plot light... Fans, fans, people in the theater are just up in arms over lens
5: flares.
7: (laughs) If it wouldn't have been so plot light, maybe the lens flares wouldn't have been so... Maybe there should be a
5: Facebook page called People Against... You know, lens
7: flares. Lens flares. I, I I suggest all our audience out there look up uh, "Lens Flare the Movie," <laughs> oh. which is a parody of J.J. Uh, J. Abrams movies, where the lens flare is the actual like villain of the movie. It's God, it's, it's, it's about four minutes that. long. Lens Flare the Movie. It's pretty fucking hilarious. I didn't find it. that I big You of know, I, the I, last... I, I didn't
6: see it was that big of an issue. But it oh. was it, it was did, it, it did, no, I didn't think it was that
7: big parade. of an issue it either.
4: I it. honestly, when I was watching the movie and saw those, it it was just like, all right. I didn't, you know, I noticed
5: them, and I thought it was funny, but I didn't think at the same time, like, it didn't didn't take me out of the movie at all.
7: all. Is it me, though? But it was three times the lens flare of the last Star Trek movie. Yeah, it was so much more noticeable. You know what? Maybe
5: that's, you know what? Maybe that's J.J. Abrams saying, fuck you, Jay. Fuck you, Jake. (laughs) And I don't blame him. Seriously. Honestly, I think it was.
7: was. And it was horrible. (laughs) And I, dude, I live. Lost is, like, literally my favorite thing ever. And I, my expectations were through the roof for this Yeah, thing. I'm
2: a J.J. Abrams fan, so, I mean, I'm not... Yeah,
7: Lost was great. I don't remember any Lynn's Flair in Lost.
2: No, this was way too much. I
7: mean... Did you guys like Peter Weller as Admiral Marcus?
2: Oh, Peter, yeah. Peter yeah. Weller was great.
7: Fantastic. I liked it. I think it you know, it, I thought the movie had great a... actors.
5: Well, I mean, I thought, I, okay, back to Benedict Cumberbatch, I thought that, you know, I thought his facial expressions are so good, but if he did it just a little bit more, it would have been over-the-top acting. But he did just no, the right I amount. Mean, he I, did I just agree. the right amount.
4: But when I was watching him, it was, it was particular in this scene when he was in, like, the jail cell of the Enterprise.
5: Didn't that seem, d- didn't that remind you of Loki in The Avengers when he uh, yeah. was in that? Didn't, yeah. Wasn't that a yeah. Loki scene? But
4: no, I'm saying when, when the camera was showing his face and uh-huh. he dropped that tear... Yeah, and then you can see Kirk and Spock in the background, kind of them just watching. Right. I think his facial expressions during that whole thing when he talks was amazing. I don't. Know, I agree. No no, 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 no. Drew, no. I'm not saying in. that
5: he, that they weren't. He, no, he know, I'm did just saying on top the right of what amount. Yeah, you know,
4: on top of what you're saying, right. I think when I that was one of the shots because I'm big into like the, the cinematography as far as like when different camera angles and things like that, and I thought that was amazing how. He showed a little bit of emotion too. I liked
5: it too. I thought Benedict Cumberbatch was fantastic in this film. Yeah. I loved it. I, yeah. I, I agree. Anything that went wrong with his character was not his fault. It was it was at fault the writing. Of, of the writing. But the,
7: one of the, the best movie had the but, best equipment available to but it. But one of the and best it still failed. But one of the best this movie
5: did not fail. You no.
4: Know, one of the best things about this movie is when Kirk was beating the shit out of him, um, in that on that planet, and, and it couldn't it didn't phase him. Yeah, that and was very cool. No, right? no. But then when he said. When his character said, "What are you going to try to pound me again?" Right until your arm until falls. your arm fall. Yeah, yeah that I, yeah. I actually chuckled. and I liked that part. And
5: I, guys, I just want to point out. Didn't this? The, I've noticed it in the, in every movie, but didn't the Enterprise just look beautiful in this movie? Oh, Especially yeah. I love end. it when it goes to warp. Oh when my it goes god! To warp, I could watch that. Yeah, that the was so Enterprise. Cool. Is it is just, it is beautiful in this movie. I thought it was very cool to see it underwater at the beginning. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. And I then when it yes. like peels
6: out, out, out in the water.
5: Yes, like oh my God, that was me. beautiful. My, my favorite
4: yeah. is when uh, the, that, that tribe drew it in the sand. Oh, uh, that and was awesome. And then they showed it in space yeah. and they kind of transitioned. I, I I don't know, I just, I loved everything about this movie. I like it. It was visually yeah.
2: great. Like when, yeah.
4: when it was. That big great. fish yeah. was
5: swimming by and Scotty turns around. Did you guys know that the Enterprise design was actually originally inspired by a submarine. So the irony there mm-hmm. is, is very cool. I liked it. I thought that was a cool nod well, to, to Gene Roddenberry and his design yeah. of, of really, the Enterprise. I really I like made, how I think they Abrams made always up does
7: up. a tilted camera when the Enterprise does warp. I think that really makes it look... I mean, it's so beautiful. Like, you're watching warp. it for real. In the you know? yeah, actual it's like the, he does the handheld warp. Yeah. In the aftermath
4: of the warp with the whole, like, stringy... Yeah, with the crystals. Yeah, and like, the, how yeah. it kind of floated... Yeah,
2: what exactly. about
7: the humor in the movie, guys? I
5: mean, there were some really humorous parts. Big I yeah, Kirk, really enjoyed... Kirk
4: and
2: Spock were great, guys. I,
4: I, the I whole, want to take The away whole emotional, it. unemotional Spock in this movie, I think, was yeah. key. Yeah. Well,
5: the whole part where uh, Spock and Uhura were in that, like, kind of, like, uh, that uh, Oh, and he told her off? And he told her off. And they were... And and there was a part where uh, wasn't it uh, Kirk?
4: Like looked at me like, are you you
5: two guys? Are you guys fighting? And he's like, how does that even work? (laughs) (laughs) But But
4: then he says, but then he says, leave me out of this. And then he's like. Yeah, I am right. You know yeah. what I mean. Like you kind there, of agreed with. Spap there
5: was also the part where Kirk. It was really quick, and, and I thought it was funny. Uh, where Kirk told Chekhov to put on the red shirt. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. That was a laugh out loud yeah. moment. Yeah, I, I in do the laugh first. Out loud
2: you're gonna part. die, yeah. bro. In the first.
1: Do you guys remember in the
5: first movie with the drill when they had to do the dive down to the platform? Yeah. And yeah. you know, you know, okay, Kirk's in the blue. Right. kind of halo-looking suit. Right. You've got uh, you know, Zulu, Zulu in the Zulu. yellow, yeah, and then yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. the guy in the red suit. <laughs> and he's
4: gone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's gone. And
5: that's perfect. And I like how they tied that in. Yeah. I, I think J.J. J. Abrams had a... You know what? J.J. J. Abrams, for your average non-trekkie, really nailed it with this movie. I think so. And that's why, and that's why I get... The only yeah. reason I give this movie a taste it is yeah. because of those diehard track fans. No, I'm
4: saying... With me being a not the diehard at all. track
5: fans that don't call it Star
2: Wars,
4: right. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm saying with non-Trekkie to the T right here. You're looking at yeah. yourself listening to them. Yeah, that's why I love this movie Good so for much you, because man. I fucking jumped in at Good the nine version and, and I, lo- I I couldn't stop. watching. Wide- I didn't want the first one to end either. And then last night, I'm yeah. just like, I really enjoyed it. I'm just that's when that maybe first I'm just one kinda, was just that, that yeah, first yeah, one was yeah, not I a movie.
5: It was an experience. experience
4: you're right. It's one of those, it was like one of those man, movies. Like, like where
5: were you before? when you watched Star Trek? And it was I so remember. Long. No, I remember. I was in Orlando and I saw it on IMAX in Orlando. That wasn't in on International Drive. And it was an, it was an experience for me. I'm not kidding you. I left that theater not expecting much. Uh, going into the theater, I didn't expect much. I left that theater like wanting more. And I bought it on Blu-ray, and I've watched it multiple times since. Yeah. Because J.J. Abrams didn't take away from the original series. He just took that original series, and he made a different time stream where... All oh, that man, stuff it happened. It very still well happened, done, though. Like no, very. I a it's for so everybody, though. What's that? What's did, that, Jake?
7: Did everybody did everybody like it more than the last one?
5: No, no, no. absolutely. I, I give the first one a Tupperware, and I give this one a taste.
4: It, but you know okay. what? As I'm the, just making sure. As as the, the, did Dan but, like the, it more than but, the last? But one? as the average Star Trek fan, I I could have literally watched the first one and let it blend into the second one and enjoyed the whole four hours of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that makes sense to anybody, like I enjoyed the first one so much. Um, that the second one just kind of like it was almost like I
6: was ready for more, and the second one satisfied me. I mean, it did. I think for me, with the the reason I gave it a Tupperware is because I had no desire to go back and watch any old Star Trek movies um, until I watched this one, and, and I think to me, it pulled me in and made me want to know more about Star Trek.
7: Well, that's an awesome thing.
6: And and so for me, you know it. I, I can understand where, I could definitely, you know, like what Brian was saying about how it makes, uh, you know, there's going to be some Star Trek fans that are going to be upset with this. I can get that, but from somebody like what Dan was saying, who's not a huge Star Trek fan uh, previously, this actually, this definitely pulled me in. Good I, I sat you. down and I watched Good. I, I watched Space Seed, which was really cool to watch, and then I watched Wrath uh, of Khan yesterday, and, and, and I mean, it was... It, I'm definitely a bigger Trek fan. Because I mean, when, I I I, when
7: I'm telling you, Chad, you that, if I wouldn't have been as big of a Star Trek fan, I think I could have appreciated this movie more. But it was just so much recycling; I just couldn't appreciate. It's just the it. fact that you gave it a
4: toss. It no, but here's the thing: like when I it left that movie it. last night, and I, and like I said, like not, I have a little bit of Star Trek knowledge, but not much. But I go home and I'm I'm the first thing I eBayed was Star Trek because I wanted to see what was out there as far as
5: very cool. See that yeah. that's proof that this movie succeeded. For and you. it I,
4: did, and it did, and that's the thing. Like I I told my fiance last night on the way home, like I don't expect her. And, and, and big ups to her. She went and saw it with me. She didn't see the first one. She had no idea what this one was about. Right. She liked it as good. far as a good movie. Yeah. But she's not going to go out and freaking sure. review it and blah blah blah. But anyway, so I go home. I jump on eBay. And I just typed in Star Trek um, some of the original years that it was on just to see what was out there. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm buying a bunch of Star Trek stuff, but I'm definitely interested. You are
5: wearing the Vulcan ears right
4: now. <laughs> <laughs> How can you see those over my uh, headphones? But no, you green-blooded goblin son of a bitch. <laughs> but anyways, I, I'm not saying I'm going to go out and buy every paraphernalia on the planet just to make me feel like a Star Trek fan, but I'm definitely interested in watching everything from the beginning. Very I, cool. I, I, because, because of these, because of, the of these
7: two action movies, sequ- sequence was Brian. What's that? What do you think the best action sequence was?
4: Oh, it had to have been Spock when he was fighting Khan. No, the best action, the ships in war. The best act, the
7: best
5: action Dan. sequence was when they had met the Klingons. <laughs> yes, that was And awesome. Benedict yeah, was Cumberbatch crazy. had that big ass gun, <laughs> that big ass phaser gun, <laughs> and yeah. was kicking some Klingon ass yes. because yeah. <laughs> you do not mow through Klingons (laughs) like they are nothing. And I know that. Klingons are bred as a species to fight, and they fight with honor, which was very cool that Uhura brought that up when she was translating about honor. Mm -hmm. Now, that was very cool. She's so smart. But when he was mowing through them, not only with that big phaser gun, but also with his fighting skills, that was Amazing, yeah, I, I think this movie did not have enough Klingons in it. The first oh, movie great. was actually supposed to have a Klingon scene in it uh, scene in it. They took it out of the film and they saved it for this one and We got to see a bunch of like predator masks. We got to see one of them unmasked. How did you guys think about the Klingon redesign? I, I, I thought they looked awesome. I loved yeah. it. I I so loved much loved better. It.
7: The first 20 minutes of the movie with the Klingons, all oh, that bird of prey redesign. I got
2: tingles on my
7: spine. What I want guys... to go to Toys R Us right away. I got and tingles yeah. on
2: my thigh hair. That's a shout-out
4: yeah. to Daniel. <laughs> Daniel Bokemper and his yeah. thigh hair tingles. No, but mm. the, the knowledge I do have with the next generation, the Klingon that was actually part of their career. Worf. 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 That's who I was expecting. Did you
5: guys hear about the Worf TV series that might come
4: out? No. Mm-mm. They've
5: been talking about a wharf TV series and him being the captain. I'm sorry, Dan, go ahead.
4: But I wasn't expecting him as the, the character, but I was expecting what he looks like to be under that. Mask. It was a
5: cool re- redesign, though. And It was, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm glad they did the redesign. Did you guys notice that some of the bat, the the the? Did you notice the blades that they used were the? Co- oh, yeah. were, were yeah. the were the, some the, of the original? They right? the, the actual batleths. Yeah, I couldn't tell though if one of them was the actual original batleth. The it's called the sword of Collis. I couldn't tell, but I, I thought that I saw the sort of collis. I may be wrong. It's the original Batliff. It looks like, but the... I thought it was very cool to see those Batliffs in there. And he mowed through them when they're holding Batliffs. The, the chances of survival of, of, of a man going up against a Klingon with a Batliff is zero, in my opinion. And he mowed through them. That scene was amazing to me. Just, I will buy the Blu ray just on that scene. Because you've got Klingons, you've got Khan, you've got Kirk, you've got Spock. Spock. That scene right there is worth the price of admission. And for that one scene, I would give it a fucking taste it.
2: Yeah. Damn. Damn, Brian. Woo!
4: You're right. But no, the funny thing about those swords, too, is that I remember watching a Big Bang Theory when – uh, Sheldon, Sheldon still, shows up at the Batman, <laughs> 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 and, and I'm not gonna lie, but when I first saw that scene last night, I'm on a Sheldon. Like, Sheldon I'm like, Sheldon, you motherfucker, you you brought me back into this movie, but no, that scene was amazing. Um, but you're asking us what action scenes were good. Uh, I I enjoyed the whole Spock running his balls off. He looked like Forrest Gump running a touchdown. The Christian Tide. I mean, he he. I, I I relate to Spock because um I, I don't know, maybe it's just the whole how he has emotions sometimes and he doesn't. Like him he was very the reason why he was running after Khan is because of Kirk. That was the only reason. He wanted he wanted to whoop his ass because of his friend.
5: Yeah, that was an emotional scene. It that really was, was very
4: emotional because he showed his he put his heart out there and said, You know what, you fucked with my friend. Right. I'm gonna beat your ass and I'm well, gonna run I mean, my
5: at the beginning of the movie. He's, you know, filling uh, filing that report. He's dogging him. He's yeah, he's yeah. he's basically selling him out and at the end of the movie he's doing whatever he can and to avenge him.
4: He's running his balls off to find this guy right. and he finds him and he gets him and he's jumping off what looks to me like some garbage trucks, but and Vulcans are bad. But Vulcans
2: <laughs> and, are bad. Guys, this yeah. is after what he did to the Klingons. That Spock is doing, right? Right. Yeah. That's yeah. when so he badass.
5: when he when he breaks his arm on that. Yeah. On oh, that yeah. oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. You hear you hear the crunch, the and it, yeah. it made me cringe. Yeah. I mean that was really cool. The choreography in these fighting scenes were amazing. amazing. I mean they 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 had some really good choreographers, yeah. and and I mean you really I'd have to watch this again because i was so focused on khan himself and the choreography of him fighting that i didn't really get to see some of the classic you know uh klingon fight you know you didn't get to see him really do anything except get their asses handed to him yeah I mean, it was, a cool, it was cool that we finally saw Klingons in this movie, though. I, I was happy with that. I want to see more Klingons, though, in the third movie. They look, they do they look super third. badass in this movie. They yeah. did look super badass. When I think in this they movie, too, great. you had a
6: lot of like heavy thought. So like you're, you're fighting Khan, so you have to right. be very intelligent about your movements. It would really be it's, awesome for the next movie to just be just an all-out battle royale. So you've got you know, Kirk and right. Spock versus the Klingons. We
5: had a very level-headed Khan in this film. Yeah, which we yes. didn't have in Wrath of Khan. So right. that yeah. twist is cool. Yeah. We had a very level-headed Khan in the first Khan. You had a Khan that had been uh, basically a prisoner, and he was not—he was not level-headed.
6: Well, he wasn't level-headed because he was on a, a you know. a so just a freaking desert for... Right, years. he would lost his mind. He lost his mind. And, and he's just, got a
5: very level-headed con here, yeah. and he's thinking about vengeance for his uh, cryogenic crew that are in the torpedoes.
6: Right, well, and I was reading online, too, somebody was complaining about how, uh, you know, why wouldn't he have just kicked everyone's ass to begin with? And I thought to myself, I was like, no, I really thought they laid it out well, because... He's calculating right now. He's right. like, "Hey, I'm going to help them build all these weapons, and then I'm just going to help. I'm going yeah. to take them. I'm going to use them." Right, and and I so I thought they laid it out well. I I really liked his character. Uh, I didn't like the fact
5: that John Cho was barely in this movie, even though he got to be captain for a second. Oh, I love that weak. scene. Yeah, I love I that agree. scene. That scene was great. He said the
4: seat is warm. He was a
5: bad. A- yeah. He was a badass. But yeah. I mean, like, I wish he was a little bit more involved in this film.
4: I did. I did like the fact that they that they brought him down. Um, you know he had a little bit to do with the whole the I don't know they gave him a role you know what I mean and the first one i didn't feel like they did in the first one,
5: I think they did, I, with the whole fencing scene was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But
4: that was a yeah. tad bit of what he really can do. Well, and
5: then like there's the funny scene with him and the going to warp speed and that, you know, he, is the he parking brake on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, that was great. Okay, yeah. You know, there's just some funny moments. I didn't feel like we got the full range of what John Cho can do. And John Cho...
4: I, in, 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 I, and keep in mind, he's not just Harold and Kumar. You know what I mean? Like, he can act.
5: Absolutely. Yeah, agreed, agreed.
7: agreed.
4: Um, you know, I... I was shocked. One
5: thing I was shocked at is, like, if you watch the trailer and, you know, the whole scene where London looks like it's being destroyed, I thought that was going to happen way earlier in the film. And it actually happens towards the, tra- the tail end of the film. It like just looks peak. like it's, it looked like in the trailer, like it was set up as like, oh, OK, we've that's got, what happens first we've got John Harrison and he's, you know, he destroys London. And then like this, that's going to be like, OK, you know, he's a terrorist. Now we got to go after him. That scene happened way later in the film.
2: Yeah, but speaking of the trailers, all the good John Harrison lines were used in the trailers, and that kind of pissed me off too. Yeah. not not to talk of negative about it again, but that's all his lines were already given away in the trailers. I mean, there was some stuff that was, like you said, the prison cell, but
7: I think a lot of his good lines though. were given away. I, I got a question for Jay: Is this movie a reboot or isn't it? It, it felt it's, it's very felt, confusing. Like on one hand, you have the future Spock phone. But on the other hand, you have Khan being British instead of Spanish. <laughs> and it, is this a reboot or isn't it? I mean, it's so confusing. At this and point. he didn't
5: have uh, Ricardo Montalban's amazing
7: chest. That <laughs> he yeah, had. Is, I mean, sir, any, anybody, <laughs> not just Jay. Is this, is, is this franchise a reboot or isn't it? I mean, I don't think it can decide at this point.
2: Well, yeah, I think it's a reboot. I mean, that's what it seemed to me. But I, I don't
7: know. But if it's a reboot, then it like pretty much breaks all the rules of being a reboot. You know what I'm saying? It tries to not be a reboot. It's not. But it's still a reboot. It's not. Nah. Feels like a reboot.
4: It might feel like a reboot to all the Star Trek fans, but it's not to me, guys. Or it's not even, a reboot. It's, it's a not. it's
7: a different time stream. It's on alternate. It's a universe. different time. It's, it's yeah. a multiverse. Right. All right. Is it, but I mean, is it official? Is is there a press release on that? You know game? what? Yeah, you, know what press, you know what? No, you know you know what's amazing no, about
5: the, you know what's amazing about this film is that it does not matter which time stream it this doesn't. story takes place. <laughs> that Spock and Captain Kirk find a way to be the best of friends. Right, and right. it's about it's a story about friendship. It is, and, 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 and you know what, in the, that's in the, what it's about. In the first one, it was about Kirk's team learning to trust him in this movie, and it was about Kirk learning to. And in the second movie, it was about okay. The first one was about them learning to trust Kirk because he's a wild card, like yeah, I said. You're right. But in the second movie, it was about Kirk learning to trust his crew. Yeah, and and he did where the part where he said to, to Spock. He said, "I don't know what to do. I don't." He, he said, "I don't know what to do." He says, "I only know what I can do."
4: And he's looking to he let his guard down right there. And that, that's there, there, There's parts
5: where he, his crew saved him in this film. In the first one, he he did a lot of the uh, salvation, a lot of the saving of his of his crew. And and
4: I, I do want this one,
5: Scotty. Scotty played a big part in saving the crew. Dude, yeah, the, the
4: whole Scotty scene with him at the bar, and he asked him if he was drunk. Well, Scotty's, yeah, that it was, was great. Aw- it was amazing. <laughs> it was great. Yeah.
5: And Scotty not wanting to be a part of this. Scotty's like, hey, we're, 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 a, we're a, uh, an expedition. We're, we're supposed to be just Searching. You know, yeah. Yeah. explorers. Yeah. We're not supposed to be uh, you know, military and going out there and destroying. I it- really loved uh, Scotty's
7: buddy. His little alien buddy that never spoke any English.
5: Holy, you said you finally said something nice about the film. I did. What right. ref- Seriously, the rest of the show should be about his little fucking buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I,
4: <laughs> I do want to bring up the fact that I did ask everybody on Facebook on um, was it Saturday morning? Did every, or Friday night? Did everybody see Star Trek last right. night? Um, I just want to read some of the comments if that's okay with you guys. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah definitely. Josh Hill said it, the movie was epic. He didn't really. Re- Say much about it, but good Epic, for him. you know I mean it, good for him, um <clears throat> Jessica H said, saw it last night and it was awesome, good, um Blaine. these are people that aren't trekkies, right, and Blaine H said, uh just got back from seeing it and it was great.
5: Blaine hool is the biggest trekkie I know
4: yes yeah, I want to talk yeah. about
5: Blaine, Blaine hool about this Blaine movie. hool jay you know Blaine,
4: yeah, he's
2: a total trekkie, and yeah, if I've known Blaine is a wee Blaine. if
5: Blaine gives it a thumbs up. It's th- 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 no bullshit. This is it's a good film. I want to talk to Blaine in person about um, this movie. We need to get
7: Blaine on the show. We do need to get Blaine on the show. Do you want to call I, him I, I don't know how what? this movie is not a talk. up I, I was Blaine.
2: very surprised, actually, by Blaine. Yeah, um, very surprised. Chris, yeah,
7: I was surprised, too.
4: Chris L. said, uh, I saw it today, and it was fantastic. Uh, Bruce Harrison said it was fascinating. So I mean, the five people we got on Facebook really enjoyed it. You know, I don't <laughs> I don't know too much about their backstories on. Thanks Star Trek, to the five. But, <laughs> yeah, a, the five. It's people. always a
6: good uh, polling number. Five. Right. You get five.
4: It's it's done. And and, and I can and, and I'm going to tell you guys right now. Any listener listening to this too, and, and all the leftovers here, I can understand that the Star Trek fans did not like this movie the people that have been not all Trek. I'm not saying all, I'm not saying all either. I'm just saying the guy from what I've heard so far and maybe some people that we're going to hear from, did not like this movie I can understand why I can appreciate that and, and don't get me wrong I'm not sitting here trying to but be to like but to be
5: a fucking asshole and give it a toss it yeah right
6: <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> who would do that yeah what to,
5: ki- seriously when, what kind yeah. of fuck, fucking asshole would do that when,
2: when do you
4: leave for Japan <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah I think we all know somebody that would do that no but what I'm saying is that
4: I went into it with an open mind as far as like I don't know I don't know sh- I'm gonna tell you right now I don't know shit about Star Trek call me out on it Whatever you want to do. No, that's fine. I
7: that, fucking, that was my biggest no, question, great. I want to know what that person thought I about. fucking
4: yeah. love the movie. Good for yeah. you. And I, you know what? As soon as this shit is released on, to where I can watch it at
6: home, yeah, I'm good. buying it. Good. Well, I think this one's definitely going to be in the same vein as whenever I see Star Trek, the first one, the first J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Yeah. Whenever it's on TV and you're flipping through. You got to stop. If, if you can just keep flipping, then you... You're like data, and you don't have a soul. Like absolutely, because agreed. This is that's one of those movies where you just can't stop. I I understand. I don't necessarily know that this one fits on that same level as that, but it's still so really. It's still really good, and 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 I I will still enjoy it.
5: What did you guys? Okay, so one of the big reveals in the movie, like I'd say two thirds into the movie, is that um, Benedict Cumberbatch is not John Harrison. He is actually Khan. Um, how do you think that they handled the misdirection of uh, you know him being John Harrison and then the big reveal? Do you think that it was handled correctly? Like he should be John Harrison, or do you think he should have been just Khan
4: from the get go? No, absolutely. I, I loved the way they made him because honestly, you know, with me not knowing Wrath of Khan and any kind of the backstory, and then figuring out that I, I've heard the name Khan before. Sure, Um King of the Hill, he's the neighbor. <laughs> Khan. No, but Khan. But no, him as part of everybody's he was part of the i mean he was part of everything he was a, he was a commander right J- john harrison
5: john harrison was actually part of starfleet academy
4: yeah but he was part of everybody he he was trusted in the original star trek he, was, he was part of
5: starfleet academy and he actually bego- he got godlike powers but he
4: was tr- but in this movie so everybody I'm talking about last night he was trusted by everybody nobody thought he was going to do something like this
5: uh i mean you've got you got admiral marcus who is like that's his main Yeah. You're thinking Admiral Marcus wants to get him.
4: But when they – what we're talking about now Uh is him transitioning from Harrison to Khan. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it blew my mind, but it was close. Okay, cool. I'm
5: kind of sick of these movies. I just want them to kind of give you like a a character at face value a little bit. I'm sick of the M. M. Night Shyamalan twists and all of them. Like In Iron Man 3, you had the Mandarin, and you thought that he was one way – and then they totally stripped him down and they turned him into this, you know, drunken. Bussy. Yeah. yeah drunken douchebag actor and that took away from the mandarin so now we're never going to see a proper mandarin you know a proper arch nemesis for iron man and that's what i was worried about this film is that they were going to take it a little too far but you know what i think the misdirection in this film I, i do think it took a little bit away from the terror of khan but i think what brought it back is that part that jake hated the whole conversation with spock where spock actually reveals like how terrifying this character actually is i thought that brought it back
4: like sp- Spock Prime.
5: Spock Prime. When Spock Prime brought it back.
4: And he asked him if, if you did you defeat him and he right. said at a cost. Right. My heart was yeah.
5: racing during that scene. Yeah. Because like, you oh, didn't know what shit. was gonna happen. Yeah. Okay, we Spock are forced. dealing we are dealing with Khan and he yeah. remembers, you know.
4: Somebody that's not you're not just gonna be able to defeat. Yeah. And, and they, and they, and they and didn't the, defeat him. I mean honestly.
5: Oh agreed. You know, that's the problem with a lot of movies is that what they do is they take a great villain and they kill them. In a movie, you've got uh, 1989's Batman with Michael Keaton and you've got Jack Nicholson as the Joker Joker. for its time. If you look at it now, it's really corny if you go back and rewatch this film. But at the time, Jack Nicholson did a fantastic job. One of the best. And what they did was they killed him. I still love it. Yeah. I I appreciate it for what it was and what it did for the comic genre. But if you go back and you watch uh, if you go back and watch it, you're like, why did they kill him? He was the best part of this film. That's one of Batman's villains, his rogues. Don't kill him. Bring him back for another movie. Just like... But they got rid of him, and the next film, we're stuck with the penguin and Catwoman. <laughs> but
4: I, you bring up a good point, because in, in The Dark Knight, they didn't actually kill the Joker, even though he didn't die. Right. I mean, even though he died, as far as the actor goes. Right. Yeah. Heath the, Ledger the, died. The Joker, the, Joker. the Joker character did not die. He went to the asylum.
5: What? Spoiler.
4: Heath Ledger died?
7: Yeah, yeah. No they idea. talk about the Joker in The Dark Knight Rises book like they they give plot points about what he's up but to it, during that movie. But
4: anyway, seeing Khan not die as far as they put him in the cryogenic right tube or whatever, that leaves it open for whatever. Yeah. If you want to bring them back in something, you can True.
5: I'm hoping that they go Klingon in the third film. They have to. Yeah.
4: They have to because they, it was such a small, yeah. small thing. I hope
5: they go Klingon. They yeah. teased it. And it was cool to see the Klingon warships. That was awesome. Oh, the birds of prey were so awesome. Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah.
1: So I,
5: I enjoyed that. Um, Benny? Did you guys notice, remember the part where um, it's uh, – Khan and Kirk are going to have to fly through it basically like that little oh, I f- that that little hole that, that was Scottie, yeah. Dude, that was
4: scene to- had me on the edge of my seat.
5: well, did you notice like okay, in the first film where they're where they're flying straight down to the drill, and to the drill yeah. uh, if you look at the faces of the characters you you you've got the red shirt and then you've got zulu right. and and Kirk. Kirk. If you look at Kirk's face, he's the most calm out of the three. Yeah, but... The,
4: la, In this, this one, film, he
5: still stayed pretty calm, even though he was off target. But
4: he was worried when his face started sure. cracking. Sure. Yeah.
5: But um, did you guys remember remember when Scotty is being held up at, at phaser point? That that, <laughs> that guy's got the phaser on him?
4: Oh, I, dude, I, that was one of <laughs> no the... Honestly, I'm going to say it right now, but that was one of my favorite scenes. Did when, any of
5: you recognize who was holding him at phaser? No. Uh, that was Lee. Uh, I think I can't pronounce his last name. I'll try my best. Lee Rariman. Uh, he was actually an NFL play, football player, and he played with the Miami Dolphins. Um, he was actually a co host on G4. Oh, wow. Uh, The show Arena, which was an MMO play-by-play show. And he was the co-host on that show with Kevin Pereira, who was also the host of Attack of the Show. And they also had another host on that show, Will Wheaton, who's your buddy (laughs) that we talked (laughs) about last week. But I just thought that was... Wheaton. I thought that was... <laughs> I just thought that was really cool the that Kings they, are going to
4: lose this series. By the way,
5: that didn't take that didn't take me out of the movie. That was really cool that I saw him and I noticed him that he. That is cool because yeah. that
4: scene, like when he was wrapping that that belt around his arm, I knew exactly what was going to happen as soon as he opened that hatch. Dude was going to go flying out, yeah, and they were going to come tumbling. That was a it's great like, scene, dude. That was a fun scene because it, it was. was like you know they're going to get in, but it's like y- your your mind kind of goes this way, like. What if they don't get in?
5: Sometimes when you're watching these movies, you need to just turn your brain off.
4: Yeah, like no, that's what I'm saying like, what if they don't get in? I mean, what I if think the
5: door doesn't open, Jake's over there thinking about all this other bullshit. Jake, that's why he
4: J- gave it to Goddamn it. flare! Jake was Flight. thinking about strippers. Strippers, exactly.
7: Was, listen, I wear glasses, and all he, that lens flare made it so I see it <laughs> yeah, bullshit. he
4: probably watched this movie of Big Al's on their fucking stripper. <laughs> <feet and laughs> shit. He
5: had some stripper grinding on his crotch the whole time, yeah. and he's like, I can't watch star trek ever Actually, again without And having he a started boner. calling I the lens, start flares. lens flares lens flares all the time
7: i would have tupperware this movie
1: <laughs>
4: no
5: this movie would have been over in two minutes you know what i, I, I <laughs> yeah. th- it was i was i was having a really hard time rating this movie there's a part of me that wanted to give it a tupperware because i think it did succeed but why, as a but film can
4: i ask you a question though why didn't it get a tupperware
5: just the real fact that they didn't get a tupperware is just because of those things that I mentioned um, you know about you know spot the, the whole role reversal yeah. in this time stream I couldn't give I couldn't just give it a, having watched the uh, original Wrath of Khan I couldn't in a right mind give it a tupperware because I feel like they didn't quite earn those emotions that they wanted from us yeah. if Amen. you'd seen the originals and then watched this film it didn't quite earn it the way it should. I think if they had done this as a third movie and we had a little bit more time invested with Spock and Kirk's characters being together you know what we know of them as their relationship, what defines their relationship, maybe one more, this movie and then do it in the next movie, it would have made a little bit more sense. I think it was a little premature, like they blew their wad a little premature, yeah. like, like Jake does at Big Al's. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no,
4: I, I, I appreciate that, Brian, but... I do love the fact that this movie, in, you know, in, in the Star Trek 2009, it's going to bring new new watchers into this. I can't disagree with and, that. And, and I'm not saying as far as, like, you know, 29-year-olds or 35-year-olds or 40-year-olds. I'm, right. I'm talking... It, if I had an eight-year-old child, I would let them go see this movie, even Thank though there you. was some, oh, definitely. Even though there was some bad language, it, get over it. I'm yeah. just saying, fuck them, right? I'm just fuck saying,
5: fuck them.
1: If I <laughs> fuck
4: them, <laughs> fuck them, fuck. If I had an eight-year-old fuck child and they wanted to see this movie, they would go see this movie. And to be honest with you, if I had nothing else to do in my life. We would start from 1967 mm-hmm. or whenever the original started, and we would, we would start watching them all.
5: If I had an 8-year-old kid, I'd be like, hey, what do you want to do this weekend? Do you want to go to Jake's Magical Stripper Porch?
4: Actually, if you had an 8-year-old kid at this point, you probably would be not alive.
5: What are you talking about, dude? Because he'd be, wa- he'd be <laughs> waking <laughs> you. Know what... You
7: wouldn't be able to do shit. I want to know what in this movie <laughs> kept it from being a toss-it he... for Jake. Well, yeah, I, it, yeah, because Jay sounds like he's giving it a toss it. Yeah, yeah he did.
2: I, well, it's pretty close, but you know.
4: Yeah, like
5: you said, gave it a weak taste. It.
2: That's a, a toss it. it. Just kind of like there's no such tongue, thing as a
1: waste.
5: What? What happened?
4: <laughs> They're over their tongue in each other.
2: Yeah, just because like, I said tongue. Yeah. Oh.
5: I missed it. Wrath, but, of, but wrath but of the, tongue. But
2: the yeah, the breath tongue. <laughs> But, but yeah, like Kirk and, and Spock and, and Khan were all good enough to keep this movie afloat. And, okay. and the action was great, and the visuals was great. I don't I, think
5: Spock was as good as he was in the first film, Jay. Ag- no, I, I, I
2: agree with you. But. And I
5: disagree with you when it comes to Bones. I, I thought Bones was charming and uh,
4: fun. I think Spock was I think Bones as...
5: is one of the most under. I think Carl Urban is one of the most underrated characters
4: in this film. Yep, Spock, uh, that was due to the writing, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, but uh, you know, I, I I loved Bones in the first one. Don't get me wrong, but I thought in this one he kind of overplayed that role, and it was just kind of like one liner after one liner after one liner.
6: Well, at know. one point, you know, Kirk does even like make the the thing that saved it for me with with Bones was that at one point Kirk was like, you know, hey, all right, enough with the cliches, and right, and right. so that was like, all right, so. It kind of pulled it back in. Yeah,
5: there was a ton of metaphors in the first movie and then in the second movie, but I thought it was fun that he called them out on it. That's a wink and a nod to the fans. I, you I know enjoyed what guys, it.
2: I, I think what it is is that you know we've been talking a lot about uh, people who are fans and who who haven't followed it their whole lives. I, I think that's what it boils down to. I overlooked a lot of good stuff because mm-hmm. I was looking for something else. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? hmm with that being said, are you going to watch
4: it again, going into the fact that
5: I don't think they should be able to? I seriously want to rip their eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they should be allowed to take it, to tossing. I get it to I to
6: toss it, I I don't
0: like it.
7: <laughs> <laughs> so, in other
0: words, <laughs> <laughs> you know what,
7: Brian? I There's your eight year old right there for you. <laughs> now, is this movie, a toss.
4: <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Then toss, toss J salad right now. I don't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's what you could wear that shit for tomorrow for lunch too.
2: <laughs> no, but see that that's what I've learned from this discussion is that uh, there's there's a whole different way to look at it. And I'm going to be buying it. I, a yeah, way. there exactly. is. I
5: am going to buy
4: this
2: on Oh, right. Absolutely. I'll check yeah. it out again. I'll take it back. What I said. I will check it out again. Take
4: one of your stripper friends with you. This movie. <laughs> Let her sit on your lap. Take your glasses off. <laughs> so it doesn't interrupt. Hey, you know, one, one thing I, I
7: wanted to bring up. I could do all this and save a box lap stand. You would
2: dance a guy with glasses, would you? <laughs> uh, personally, I wouldn't, but...
5: I don't know. I've always Brian wa- might. I've, yeah, I've always wanted to give Rick Moranis a lap dance. <laughs> <It's> o- only <laughs> on the ant. Honey. <laughs> only
4: on the big-ass ant. <laughs> Honey, I blew up your dick.
1: Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
4: that's I'm, uh, that's it for me. That,
1: just,
5: <laughs> you, you just satisfied my whole month. Um, I, I did want to bring up Did you guys ever watch Go to YouTube And if, if anybody's listening I, We wouldn't know Because you never respond To anything we put on Facebook <laughs> But if, um, if anybody's listening if, if, Go to YouTube And do a search for uh, There's Star Trek And you can see R2-D2 I've seen, Have you ever seen The r 2 d suit scene In uh, Star Trek The 2009 Where there's an explosion And you can see R2-D2 Flying out of the explosion Yep. Yeah. I've watched it on Blu ray though, and I can't see it in that scene, but every time I watch it on YouTube, I can see it because they slow it down. It is. So. I don't know if did it actually make the actual Blu-ray cut or is that just something that somebody has made up on YouTube?
4: It's actually at forty-seven minutes on the
7: Blu-ray movie.
4: I know, but I've
5: never it, got... it,
7: made the, it made the Blu-ray cut. Did it? Okay, it did. Here it, it is. Did. Yeah. Oh well, you guys that's one
5: of those cool. It, that's one of those cool things. Like if you watch Star Wars, uh, what is it, the Phantom Menace? You can actually see ET in the film. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, and,
7: on, on a side note, E.T. is the most traumatizing movie ever to me, dude. Oh, yeah. My last, oh, name, yeah. Is, uh, 40 my last se- name is Elliot. That movie came out when I was in kindergarten. Kids threw Reese Pieces at me and said, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> hey, did you, 47 minutes and 39
4: seconds was what this R2-D2 scene. In well, the, did you the guys know that the, the E.T.'s voice,
5: do you know who did E.T.'s voice?
7: Oh, dude, I, don't, I want to kill that guy. No, 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 no.
5: Rick e. Moranis. No, Et's Et's voice it better not be Rick Moranis. I love Rick Moranis. Et's voice was actually done by a 67 year old woman, and she actually she smoked up to two packs of cigarettes a day. The filmmakers overheard her raspy voice at a camera shop, and they quickly offered her the role. They were, Ouch. they offered her the role. Listen, guys, for three hundred and eighty dollars. Don't you think she should have held out for a little bit more?
6: (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Ouch! I didn't know that. that That's that's rough.
5: I thought it was just I didn't. I never really gave Et's voice much thought as to who is the voice actor. Oh, man, can we never talk about E.T. on this do, podcast ever again? Do you think they're going to
2: remake E.T.? With they've J. J. talked, oh, they've talked about it, but so, I don't, yeah. don't think they ever
5: should. I think it's a standalone
7: film. It's fantastic. Yeah, don't fuck with I that. Think they should do Close do, encounters. I think they should do m ms E.T., time, worst maybe. movie ever.
5: Oh, you know what? Jake Elliott will probably give E.T. a fucking t- uh, toss-it. So. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I, I do give E.T. a toss-it. Fuck no. you. Dude, it's, be in kindergarten. It's probably because you five. couldn't ride a bike. The
6: last name Elliot When and you were E-T little, comes out. No, actually, he had a bike with a basket on it, and See everyone that just made fun
7: of him it. when he was a kid. He used to ride around with a dog, and that's what they thought it was. Et.
2: Why do they think this is like the
7: movie? Dude, my aunt gave me an Et stuffed animal when I was six years old, and I threw it into our fireplace. Oh my God. <laughs> wow, that is so, actually so, so funny. At Christmas, I threw that's the E-T probably the most interesting the
4: thing you've said all night. Thank
7: you. <laughs> everyone Dude. in my family's yelling at me, and my mom says. You just don't know your nephew well enough.
4: He, you know, he hates you. And then did he they go and, the, and did they something. go on vacation and leave you home alone
7: for the rest of the week? <laughs> yeah, dude. And then I like an Iron Man. And then I yeah. used aftershave. And then you
5: star in Iron Man <laughs> 3. Dude, oh my I used god.
7: Aftershave for the first time in my life and it was unbelievable. <laughs> what did you, Hey, <laughs> one I, I, what <laughs> was your reaction? Can we see
4: that
6: anywhere?
7: <laughs> <laughs> just look at the
6: cover of home Did you alone use micro machines like to help Defeat the enemy? <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think
5: of the Tribble scene in the movie? Was it necessary?
6: I think, it, would have been better without I think
5: it was just kind of a nod to yeah. the old school fan. I, no I just think a lot about. of it
2: was kind of I didn't a nod. Know a tribble but,
4: but, yeah, there was a lot of nods. There was a lot of Jake going on Jay's nod.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of
7: nodding and bobbing. And Why is this a thing? Lot a lot of nod. dick <laughs> sucking.
5: <laughs> a whole a lot we of don't do that to you guys. slobbing on a knob. Whole lot of that going on. I mean,
4: if well, you need me to bust uh, off we'll the three six mafia you'll song, you'll right? It was yeah, all that lunch flare. He right? tripped. tripped. He <laughs> couldn't help a, it. There's <laughs> way too much talking
5: going on right now. I have no idea what anybody's saying.
4: That's the funny thing, though, is that
5: that is yeah, pretty <laughs> hilarious, Dan. Thanks for pointing that out. Anyway, um, I think we're going to wrap up the show at this point. I think. Yeah. Every, as... I,
4: no, real quick though, Jake, what did you think of Star Trek Into Darkness? Oh, it was awful. <laughs> I just wanted to bash him real oh. quick one more time. Hey, I hate you. Can, yeah. can I
5: spoil the movie now? It was not
4: awful.
5: <laughs> All right. Uh, does somebody want to know, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of us in um, the different mediums? This that is they the can? fourth
4: time I've said this. Um, we actually do have a website. Like it's literally on the web.popcultures.com popcultureleftovers.com. Yeah,
5: if Dan could spit it out. Well, shut up. Like he's, um, we do he's, have a fa- he's used to spitting out a lot of different things, but apparently <laughs> not, the not way. used to spitting out what, what what matters at the end of the podcast.
4: Tupperware party. Um, no, anyway, facebook.com slash popcultureleftovers. And if you are on Twitter, it's at PCleftovers.com. If you want to get a hold of the Pop Culture Leftovers through email, it's comments at
5: popcultureleftovers.com. And if, I'm going
4: to go ahead and emphasize that Jake does have an email address, and it's jake you, at popcultureleftovers.com. Pop yeah, yeah, if dot you, know, you want to complain to, to, to Jake about his toss-it, it, we have no problem firing him for the third time. No shit. <laughs>
2: Uh, done that. He won't have an email for long If you want to get a hold of Jason
5: uh, You can get a hold of him at Jason at PopCultureLeftOvers.com Dan at Dan, Dan at Dan Dan at com. It's not Dan Dan at Dan. It's <laughs> You know what? It might as well be Because nobody's I mean, going to fucking John? email
4: your ass anyway I know, here, my, my email is <laughs> At PopCultureLeftOvers.com Yeah, it doesn't matter Fucking comic book geeks It doesn't matter Fucking comic geeks Fucking
5: comic book geeks. It doesn't Fucking matter. Can we? You know. It doesn't but, matter what our website you know, is. I do want to give a shout
4: out to Chad tonight for coming on in the show.
6: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Chad. Yeah, Chad, Chad, know,
4: Chad. Tell us a little bit
5: about yourself and a little bit about what you go, got going on.
6: Um. So I have. Uh, well, first of all, I appreciate being on. Yeah. Absolutely. And so uh, this was Star Trek was awesome. So I was glad to be able to uh, be a part of this. Fuck you, Jake. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> geeks. Lens flare and all. Um but uh anyways, so uh, fucking comic book geeks. Had <laughs> <laughs> to uh, head over to my website if you would and just give it a check if you if you what's like the, to read. What's the website? It wait, is, wait
4: wait before you go to his website please go to our website. First. Well yeah yeah
6: well obviously that that's a that's a no but brainer. But what's your website? Uh the com. Um, I've got a series already going, and I have a new series starting this week. Good. Um, and uh, so if you like thrillers, you're probably going to like this new series that's getting ready to come out.
4: It's so. probably better than Hemlock Grove.
6: Yeah. And the best ah, part about it is that, Jake is not, not involved him. at all. So. And, and there's no lens flare. There's so. no lens flare. And
4: Jake, will and Jake play. will not be reviewing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Jake. <laughs> Fuck you, Dan. Fucking Fuck you, Brian. So, so, you. <laughs> so, Anyways, uh, <laughs> fucking comic book geeks. I do, I do want to end- <laughs> What was that? What? Huh? 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 What? Huh? What? Okay. Continue. Fucking comic book geeks. <laughs> 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 um. No, I just want to say one one thing before we, we end on a high note. Please Yeah, we're all high over here. (laughs) Please, listeners, like take advantage of our websites and our
7: our social media. Like we respond. What's our Twitter? At PC Leftovers. Okay. And Dan is a doctor, you have any medical questions? (laughs) No. Feel free to tweet Dan.
2: And so is Brian. The only doctor doctor
7: too, I forgot. The only doctor
4: things that I'm doing is watching Doogie Hauser this week. I'm oh,
2: diagnosing Jake it. with we're a bunch ch- of
4: bullshit <laughs> Jake's got bullshit itis.
2: Um, <laughs> <getting sarin> <laughs>
4: uh, Doogie Hauser is on WGN. Okay. All right. Great show. Oh, my
5: girlfriend's calling me. We gotta go.
4: Bye guys. <laughs> all right. Hey guys. We'll see
5: you next week. See ya. Right. Bye. Pop Culture leftovers. Yeah, Bye. Love you, everybody.
4: Oh yeah. Mm. Uh. Uh.
5: Hey everybody. It's Brian from Pop Culture Leftovers. Real quick, I just wanted to end uh, the podcast with this. Um, if you wanted to know your cat name because we did the the silly little cat name game, I'm gonna post the uh, cat name game the fresh step cat name game on Facebook so if you want your own uh, to learn your own cat name, then go to our Facebook page um, and underneath then you can comment with your cat name, okay? It should be fun. Um, but uh, that's that's all I wanted to end with. Hey, everybody, have a great week. Next week we'll be back. And I think what we're going to do is just a crazy random BS episode where we just talk about some news. Anyway, uh, yeah, just check us out next week. We'll see you guys next week. All right, bye.
0: Have a good one. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Like shooting at a warm brand But it's all been done before and we don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap going to toss it, good to taste it, do we love it? Hey, let's race it, can't hey, erase it, let's embrace it Tupperware bars. party Subculture spill over like a vulture Carryover, Counterculture, bush over Pop culture Leftovers And we're the uncool kids What's to say has already been said Leftovers Pretty yeah. sure that they the band that's singing this hot culture leftovers podcasts that are original and good have already been done before so we should separate the wheat from the chaff. and we're the chaff, the crap even though we're the shit we're the leftovers picking up the scraps dropped by the poor kids it's a trap it and toss it, good and taste it, do we love it, hey let's race it, can't erase it, let's embrace it, wear party, subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture push over, pop culture, leftover, and with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said, leftover, you sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture leftover. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's this has already been said left over sure? The only talent is the band that's singing this hot culture
3: leftovers. Is your name Jake Elliott? Has your porch been taken over by strippers? Do you like the movie Silver Linings Playbook? If the answer to the above question is yes, then you need Jake Elliott's Stripper Be Gone Anti-Stripper Spray. Science has proven that Jake Elliott gives off a stripper pheromone and the end result is a porch chock full of strippers. But not anymore. Now your porch can be stripper free with Jake Elliott's Stripper Be Gone Anti-Stripper Spray. Just one squirt and your porch is stripper free for up to 24 hours. Be careful though. Two squirts, and you've got yourself a dead stripper on your hands. Jake's Stripper Be Gone Anti-Stripper Spray, available everywhere.